and we are back. So, last we left off. The party having made their way, heading east from the city of Waterdeep, down the most commonly traveled trade road heading south, uh, first off towards the city of Sycomber, uh, and eventually along the road there, there was an encounter, uh, nothing drastic happened, but over the course of one of the evenings and looking around uh, and recognizing that there was a bounty that had been placed in Waterdeep for a series of orcs, uh, specifically an orc warband and being led by an orc war chieftain. Um, the, oh, sorry, an orc warlord, I should say. Uh, the party found a series of tracks of a recently destroyed caravan, probably only two days before they were traveling through the area, uh, decided to keep watch outside, and eventually sent Rick off, who on a very lucky high perception roll, <laughs> found um, a series of destroyed caravans, not just from the previous attack, but probably from several attacks prior. Um, and the footprints and markings of what looked to be a band of a minimum of 40 orcs. Uh, so something that the party decided probably not in the best interest to try and tackle while on their way to already dealing with another large-scale issue. They managed to put push past, heading east uh, from that campsite, eventually pulling into the city of Sycomber, a very secluded, quiet city, um, kind of a two-tavern, one-inn, and just a little castle-on-a-hill kind of city. Uh, they had some discussions there with a red dragonborn, the leader of the local militia. Um, the dragonborn was named Shazair Nalkor, uh, and she directed them to the indication that there were a few tracks heading north outside of the city of Sycomber, uh, and that those may give some indication as to what the creatures were that attacked, where they came from, and potentially, and potentially a little bit more information to, pre to help prevent any future attacks, so they might hope. They also had a discussion with the rather interesting fellow, uh, a man, a human named Amelior Amanitas, with his 12 multicolored cats. Uh, they uh, water walked over a small uh, spit of water to get onto a, a very tiny island with a single building, a three-story gray stone tower. Leaf stone-shaped the wall to create a door instead of knocking. Oh, yes. Was promptly fireballed because assumed intrusion. Uh, but upon seeing the magics and upon having a brief conversation with the party and being slapped in the face by a leaf with a fire palm, um, Amelior decided that you were interesting and invited you in for a cup of tea to meet all 12 of his cats who are each a different color and each had a different name. Uh, you're the group who decided which of, uh, of which the, their favorite was the lavender cat named Lavender. Uh, Sorry. But upon having a conversation with him, he seemed to be a man who was a bit more interesting than you had originally guessed. Definitely a kook, um, living up to some of the legend and some of the word of mouth that you had heard from a few different people. But eventually he shooed you out of his house to go carry on with a, his shopping and a few duties that he had to get done for the day in the city proper. You pulled in for the evening into the seven-stringed harp, a fairly rowdy normally uh, in and partook in a few drinks, had a brief conversation with the other owner of the second tavern, the Singing Sprite, or second inn, I should say, uh, before eventually settling in for the evening, each of you into your own rooms. 
and that was where we left off last uh, time we were here two weeks ago so a little bit of extra info there just to make sure everybody's up to speed because it has been a bit since we've been at the table so we continue with everybody the following morning waking up in your beds well rested putting your armor putting your weapons on uh, you're downstairs breakfast is included very few people just a couple of the guards coming in for a little bit of breakfast as they're patrolling uh, different areas within the city proper uh, the one thing that you didn't recognize or that you didn't hear from the previous night uh, is that there is an area that you're in right now where all of these taverns and everything are uh, and that area is referred to by the locals as the dip um, essentially the lower valley in between the three hills that mark the kind of triangle that is Sacomber. so you <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, all right. So with I hope the having dip. their voice return uh, after a day of laryngitis, hope is back with the party and able to speak once again. <laughs> so, oh, so my training is finished. Yes, I can speak. I should have unmuted myself sooner to <laughs> really add to the effect. Sorry. Oh, hey, Hope. Uh, <laughs> good to know those uh, fishermen's friends lozenges. Uh, worked last night. It's glad to hear you're back. Thank you. I really appreciate that you got me those mushroom flavored ones as well. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's a brand deal we've been working out. Uh, yeah, nice and earthy. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same without hearing your illustrious voice. Thank you. Although. I'm <laughs> sorry, my automatic reaction is to flick my mullet, but Hope does not have a mullet, so I need to get back into character. My apologies. You can still do this. It looks pretty cool just doing it without yeah. no hair, too, you know, get the point across. They have a braid. They can flick their braid. Um, so what's happening, Captains? What are we doing? So I think, I think we were going to start by doing a like a checker on the perimeter to see if we can find any clues, pass out information. Well, we know uh, that there's some possible chain devils, correct? I think that's what we were on the heels of. No, not, they're all, all of the chain devils are dead, but we're looking for a potential gate that they keep right. out. Or yeah. soin, soin of who summoned them, who brought them, something yeah. like that. Because they can yeah, so I think we were going to do a, a check around the perimeter of the city and then head north? Uh, yeah, north there were some uh, tracks north. Trails, north. Uh, the tracks heading outside of the city were heading north. Uh, at least they were quite some time ago. Okay. Cool. Um, well, no time like the present then, eh? I think, yeah, I think that's our plan. Uh, do we want to get headed out now, early, and get the day started? Early. Might as well. Are we sweeping the whole city's perimeter or just? Should we, I think we should go south and then split into two groups of three and then meet up at the, the top of the. So if we go south, split up and each go up and then meet at the top, then we can head north and that will cut, cut that time in half of going around the perimeter. About how long with the hills will it take us to get from one side of, city, side of the city to the other? Uh, Sicomber is a city that is not exactly the biggest thing in the world. Um, it would take you going north to south about half an hour. So including east to west time about another half hour. So give or take 40 minutes. Okay. That's fine. Sure. That seems feelable. 
Yeah, the, the city is not is not large. It's essentially just the three hills, the two ports, one kind of smaller, looks like it's more for local traffic, and then one that's definitely more of a trade port, then that one's a little more east. Um, whereas the one that you stopped in at and then you eventually walked across the water to go over to Ameliors Tower, that's a little bit more southwest. Okay. Hmm. Okay, do do you guys like that plan of splitting into two two mm-hmm. groups to yeah, makes sense investigate? To me. Uh, yeah, cover yeah. more ground. Um, so does anyone else? Here. Sorry. Does anyone else have tracking abilities or spent you know enough time in nature to kind of recognize signs? Um, because then we should probably do me in one group and them in the other. I mean, they're reasonably perceptive, but I'm, I'm good at investigating things. I'm not necessarily good at perceiving them. Um. um Sorry, just a metagaming. Jordy, it's like a nature check when we look for sort of signs and spore and that sort of thing, It depends on right? what you're looking for. Um, if you're yeah, looking right. for tracks, it's usually a survival check, a nature-based oh, check, okay. so a wisdom-based check. Sorry, um, yeah. If you're just actively looking for things that look out of the ordinary, perception, it, it really depends on what you're looking for. Okay, I mean, I'm all right with, uh, you know, survival stuff living out in the forest, so yeah, I'm, I'm take a bit of a look. So uh, maybe you and me in one group because I can perceive good and you can nature good. That makes sense, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, so we should have someone who's good at nature survival stuff and someone who's good at investigation or perception mm-hmm. in each of the groups. I'm actually both. I'm high perception and then um, that's actually better than my tracking by a little no sir sorry they're about they're equal if i were to put a number on them <laughs> nine feeling equally confident about both those but skills i actually think that we should split you and the doctor up i think the doctor and leaf and then elise because you've got you're quite good at at both of those things mm-hmm. that the doctor and leaf can kind of combine uh be good at i'll get on his shoulders i was gonna say <laughs> I love cool. it. Uh, really want a sketch of that. Don't work on it later. May I interject um, and just say that I I really want to do this um, perimeter check uh, in the group that uh, Les is in. I just I don't feel like I've spoken enough with Les yet, so I kind of just want to check in with him. I hope that's okay with you, Leaf. That totally makes sense. Uh, Allura, you want to come with us? For sure. Cool. Um, okay. So you don't want to take uh, east or west? I'm good with either. That's fine. So just, just as a reminder, because it has been a bit of time, west is back in the direction that you guys first entered into Sacomber, where the castle was, uh, where all okay. the Lord's, Guard, Lord's Alliance guards were. Um, east okay. is the direction that none of you have been before. You just saw a very large hill uh, with a lot of human-style houses, freestanding structures, whereas the northern side, the North Hill, that was where the halflings were building their houses into the side of the large hill. Cool. Okay. So, Leaf, maybe you should take the east, because we haven't had a chance to scope it so well yet. That sounds good. So should we split up? Should it be myself, Hope, and Les, and then the three of you is uh, uh, Allura, the Doc, and Leaf? Yeah. That sounds That's like a good plan. So, yeah, we'll, we'll all walk together to the very south, southern, southmost tip of the city and then split off. Sounds then, good. 
Ready? Cool. Okay. All right, so heading south, uh, you eventually do come to the river. So there uh, is the large river, the River Delamere, which is essentially just to the south. Oh, sorry, uh, Delimbeer, I should say, uh, which okay. is just to the south of Sycomber. That's where a lot of the ships are coming to and from both east and west from the major trade ports that are further along the river in both directions. Um, so you would kind of meet down at this front or at the center of that uh, to the west. You would have the smaller trade, uh, sorry, the smaller kind of more local port. Uh, whereas to the east, the one direction that you guys haven't gone yet, that is where the larger trade port is for a lot of the larger vessels. Um, you know, full crews actually offloading large goods, sacks of flour, things like that. Um, and then kind of continuing on from there. Um, so what I'll do is I'll get... Uh, what is it you're looking for specifically in each group? Let's start off with Hope, Less, and uh, Elith. Um, um, basically any sign of something that seems out of the ordinary, so... Um, tracks that are quite distinct that maybe look like they could be I don't know um, devilish feet <laughs> something sure. like that so non, non-humanoid tracks non-humanoid tracks anything that sort of pings me for like this doesn't really belong here sure uh, or you know Sherlock Holmes any kind of clue cloth dust whatever something that seems out of the ordinary for this region and for this type of town Sure. Uh, go ahead and make a survival check for me. Ooh! You guys, I got new glow in the dark dice. <gasps> oh, what? Yeah. If you go into caves, you can turn off your lights and, like, show them. <gasps> can you show them close to the camera, please? Yes, I can. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, they're, they're like, like they're kind of like jelly. Ooh. Oh, no. This is going to sound Use so all cool froze. I think it's me. Yeah, it's you. You'll come back in a sec. Okay, survival check. This is an inaugural roll with this dice. My internet connection is unstable. Good luck. Ah, that's going to be 24. 24. Um, You head south, eventually finding your way to the water, pulling east, following along the main road, kind of stepping off of it a little bit. Um, there are a few floodlands, you know, where the river does tend to overflow a little bit. Um, most of the houses are built kind of on one side of the street, and then the other side has been barricaded off with bags of sand and things like that. Um, pushing a little bit further west, you eventually come to the second port, kind of giving a brief glance over everybody. Everything looks like a small but bustling hub of commerce. Um, different ships are offloading different goods. Merchants are bickering amongst each other over prices. You can see some of them are trying to barter different things off of the ships. Eventually heading further west, uh, you come up to the to the large hill with all the human houses, all the freestanding structures. Looking around, the tracks are all humanoid. Nothing really particularly sticks out to you. Over the course of 40 minutes, you eventually just find yourself heading north and eventually meeting up with everybody on the far side of uh, the northern hill. And that's about it. Okay. All right. Um, during that time, Hope, you said you wanted to have a conversation with Les? Yeah. Um, so, old friend. Oh, hello. Um, hello. I I just wanted to take some time to say that I, I really appreciate having you around again. Um, I feel like together, like this group together we make each other better and I've missed you oh 
I've missed you too. It was very exciting to hear all of the crazy adventures that you and Leaf got up to, all the fight clubs and everything. I mean, um, as we know, you are one of the stronger fighters in the group, if I must say so myself. But just putting it out there, there's a lot of times when you and I were trying to scuffle and I immediately re regretted it after the fact. So I'm glad you put that newfound strength to some good use. I definitely could have used some of that excitement over this past year, but oh well. Yeah. Um, have you have you been able to kind of utilize those skills that you have in the time apart? Not really. Um, occasional bar fight may have occurred through me and my shipmates, but couldn't really find any other anything very exciting in Baldur's Gate. I mean, there's whoever held those keys i never met that person um yeah i was spending more of my time trying to figure out how to get back home which apparently is very very hard oh yeah i i was curious about that because i kind of wasn't expecting you to be where you were neither was i but here we are i'm wearing a coat I have pants on. It's a new day. It's a new les. It's a new lesson. Uh, I don't know if I'm extremely new. I mean, I did learn some things while I was in Baldur's Gate, having to acclimatize and, you know, especially after all the time that we all spent together taking those life lessons and trying to grow as a Triton and get over some of the some of the hurdles personally that you helped me with many a times over our trip over those very immature reactions I may as have how is the horse doing uh thank you I really appreciate that and I put my hand on like Leza's shoulder. Um, I think I kind of probably have to reach up a little high to do that and kind of give it like a really like friendly squeeze and just like cinnamon's doing well and i'm really proud of you friend um really proud of where you're where you've been and where you're going and maybe if we get the opportunity to soon um perhaps you should join me in one of those pits i think i think you'd have a lot of fun with them yes please I think can we do that can we please do that I definitely, I feel like we'd make a beautiful team together, like a great tag team. Um, all, the, all of it, yes. If you have any cool new moves that you've learned with all other fighters, I want to learn those immediately because I have not had any sparring time in a while. Absolutely. Although I kind of feel like we're slacking off a bit while Elif does all of the work, so maybe we should check up on how she's doing. You with like yeah. a magnifying glass, looking at all the ground. No, you're literally just like going down on the ground and just like hood pulled up over your head. You're essentially the uh, the basset hound, just <laughs> right, on the ground, like trying to sniff out everything, trying to figure it up. Um, I walk over to Elite, following Hope, and be like, "Hey, what's the good word? You found anything?" I don't think anything 
there's anything juicy to find, honestly. I think we'll have to wait till we get to the north, get north gate and get out into, you know, the woods or wherever the the land right. to see if we can find anything. I think this you is didn't different. find any any scraps of like ritualistic spells or anything along the way. I feel like that would have caught my attention and it didn't. So mm. I think we can safely say no. Um, All right. I didn't really expect too much, but it's always good. This way, we ticked it off. We know what we what isn't here in this city, but I think you know our. Uh, you guys, my brain just shorted trying to make a sentence. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So first week back, we're allowed to be a little off. All right, so we'll jump over to the uh, to the other group, Allura, Leaf, and the Doctor. Um, so for you guys, what is it exactly that you're looking for heading? southwest and then eventually up to the northwest we're kind of near the city gates yeah essentially the city doesn't have gates per se it's more oh. so just an open road um mm-hmm. you're kind of heading south uh, towards the small like just like the uh, the local port for the small fishing ships and things like that um and then mm-hmm. you'll eventually be cutting heading north uh, and that'll take you in front of the castle the lord okay. the lord's keep yes um, you go, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna, well, I guess I'll look up to the doctor who's currently, are you, are, are we riding piggyback right now? What's okay. the, I think that's all right. right. Um, Hey, do you think you could get Rick to maybe scoot around up there? I mean, I know Amelior said there were some sort of like flying scouts. I don't know if there's anything still kicking around, but like, mm. you got it. So I'm going to have Rick kind of fly up and towards the north more, I would say. Sure. And uh, I want him to keep an eye out for for anything that might be, you know, watching the town, but also knowing that the creatures that attack were very fire-based, I would like him to keep an eye on the tree line and see if anything is scorched. Okay. Good call. Cool. All right, go ahead and make a perception check for Rick. Uh, and then for you yeah. guys traveling, I'll get one of you to make a survival check as well for anything on the ground. Yeah. I can... um, I'll get Leaf to do that, but I would also be like to be, like to be looking out for Thieves Camp. Any information? Sure. Um, make a make an investigation check for that. Okay. You're at an eighteen. Gonna use dice cream. <laughs> oh, dice cream die. <laughs> dice cream <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> uh, what am I looking for? What what's my stat again, Jordy? Perception. Uh, perception for Rick. Okay, just straight perception, yeah? Yeah. Rico. 16. 16, okay. So 16, 18, Allura. 28. 28. Oh. What did you roll? I rolled a 19. Damn, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's uh, my first nice roll with this dice. dice, too. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start off with Rick. Um, Rick looking, spending the amount of time, the 40 minutes or so that it takes you guys to head southwest coming around the side of the Lord's Keep and eventually meeting up with the rest of the group. Nothing looks out of the ordinary. Um, And specifically Rick being an invisible imp, looking for signs of invisibility. Nothing seems to really strike. There's no pockets of loose uh, color or like distortions in the air. Everything appears to be normal from his view as best he can tell. Um, Leaf, for you, looking at the ground, looking for any tracks... You see the regular heavy footfalls of all of the Alliance troops. Um, You see the metal impacts against the ground, a lot of spear impacts against the ground, probably from just being planted in the slightly wet earth. Making your way north, nothing really looks out of the ordinary for you. Um, And Mm -hmm. Allura, with every single possible 
eye that or every single possible sign, fence post, little scrap of wood on the ground that you see. Not a single piece of thieves camp the whole way. Everything is pretty normal in the city proper. Hey, uh, Jordy, just while we're walking, can I, can I, as the doc, also do a check? Uh, sure. Rick was doing it from the air, so I'll let you make a perception check as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I would just like to do a check for, like, any suspicious behavior I might notice. Sure. Um, let's do an insight check in that case. Okay. Would this be, like, would you alert Leaf at any point to this so he could cast Guidance? Or you're like, that guy's looking weird, or is this just, like, a general thing? This is more of a general thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just wanted to check. Uh, okay. Uh, it's uh, 15, Jordy. 15? The Alliance troops are pretty bored. Um, you can tell yeah. some of them are a little bit, not rattled, but just kind of impatient. Like, they were dispatched here with the expectation that there was going to be another attack. It's been a couple of weeks. Nothing's happened, right? They're waiting for something to show up. They, these are the ones who are more prepared for war, being brought into an area that is very the definition of boringly peaceful, right? And so for them, they're just actively bored, looking for stuff to do. Um, you can see a little bit of growing frustration, but it gets quelled as different uh, officers end up coming out of the of the keep, of the of the um, Lord's uh, yeah of the Lord's keep. Other than that, nothing really. Like the citizens are a little on the scared side, but they feel better because there are the Alliance troops there to help out if anything does happen. Um, everybody looks. Pretty much in the ordinary. Cool. All right. Um, so we meet up with them? Yeah. So after a good 40, 45 minutes or so, you guys heading southwest, them heading uh, southeast, and eventually meeting back in the middle, um, you find yourselves on the top of uh, the tallest hill, and a lot of the houses that are built into the side of it, you see that there are a couple of halflings, a couple of kids here and there, a few parents kind of chasing the kids down, getting them back inside the houses and things like that. Um, you know, it looks like the exact scene out of the Shire. Yes. Do we know if it's rude to to walk on top of people's houses? <laughs> oh, everybody else is doing it. Okay. Yeah, okay. there there are roads like, yeah, that are on the top of the biggest hill. I'm like, are we? Oh no, yeah. So so there are roads that are cut into the hill. Like clearly, they're walking paths and trails. Yeah. And you're essentially just okay. following those, and they're kind of weaving between the different houses, okay. and eventually up to the top. And then there's a a fairly large, fairly straight one that goes down the backside, and it looks like it's the path that does head north. Um, the thing that you okay. do notice now that you're on top of this hill because you haven't really been in this direction yet, um, is looking further north and specifically a little bit to the northeast. You see a massive expanse of forest probably a couple of days travel away uh, but Leaf you know this very well you know this is the high forest kind of point over and see if you squint and uh, you look over there that was uh, uh, right over there is where I grew up uh, me and Hope were there uh, last year it was pretty cool really that's so exciting I think you know once we're done getting as much information and hopefully dispatching some people I mean I wouldn't mind going back through the the, your home on our if way back. Y'all want to come visit? I'm sure my, I haven't checked in on my granny in a minute. That could be kind of fun. Um, Jordy, would I know how, like, just sort of guessing how long it would take us to then travel, we'll say, like, from where we are in Sacomber to where my granny is, or at least to Loudwater? Um, yeah, give me a second. Yeah, sorry if I'm putting you on the spot with some, like, <laughs> Weird geographical stuff. Yeah. Gotta say, um, I like the name Loudwater a bunch. 
dude la man loud water um i got some mixed feelings on that but it's cool like it, it it does have a really cool name i will i will admit that everything here is pretty much like uh it's kind of named pretty uh pretty plainly there's got the high forest loud water it's pretty you know so Loudwater isn't so because of the direction that you're coming. Loudwater is substantially more east. Um, you would okay. need to cross over the Delambier River, um, where it cuts north towards the High Forest, and eventually becomes what's known as Unicorn Run, which is kind of the runoff from the glacier that's inside mm-hmm. the High Forest. Um, so you would have to cross over that branch of the Delambier River and then head further northeast, more like east than north, um, and that would eventually lead you to Loudwater. You figure it would probably take you, because you're going a little bit off trail, seven days? Oh, like the ring. Yes. <laughs> yeah, probably about seven days, maybe eight days, because you're going on less traveled roads, but you would definitely be able to do it. It'd take you probably just over a week. I mean, if, you know, we'll, we'll see how we're feeling. If we need a little R&R, my granny makes a really good mushroom stew. Um, we can pull up there for a bit. Yeah, I I really do recommend the stew. Uh, Lee's granny is one of the kindest people I've ever met. Uh, oh, I, I know she really uh, she really liked you, Hope. So I'm like, like, you know, I was a little worried. I wasn't too sure how people get along with her. She's kind of, well, she's kind of kind. She's kind of old, but uh, anyways. As grannies often are. That's true. Mm-hmm. Can I just say out of character that I really can't wait until Jordy plays Leaf Scrambler? <laughs> why, why do you think I keep casting Sending every once in a while? It's just a little taste every yeah, time. Every time. It's yeah. just Anthea, but not grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> what if that's the twist? Uh, well, <laughs> whoa! Damn, you blew it right apart. God damn it, Jesse! <laughs> Gonna have to rewrite that. Um, but yeah, so I would say that um, Jesse, you as Leaf would know because because of you growing up in Loudwater and just outside of it, um, you would have traveled, made the trip to Sacomber before. the The mm-hmm. distance is definitely doable. It's definitely a not super well traveled path. Uh, typically, what would tend to happen is you would take boats um, from Loudwater and follow mm-hmm. along the De- uh, Delimbia River and eventually into Sacomber and then further on to Daggerford. Um, But you know that there are a couple of neat areas here. One of the major highlights of Sacomber specifically is the fact that it is kind of a launching point for expeditions of people who want to explore the high forest, um, get into the different mountains that are there. There's the Star Mountains uh, that are within there, which is kind of the beginning of the Unicorn Run, uh, where the glacial runoff comes down and eventually joins up with the Delambier River. There are definitely some nice places, but it's something that, for the most part, the high forest is very very unexplored because it is a massive area that is incredibly easy to get lost in. There are really only two major landmarks, uh, which are the mountain peaks that rise above it, and they're only visible in a couple of places. Um, It's something that the people who tend to go fairly deep into that are very seasoned adventurers. Mm. Like a good piece of chicken. Uh, yes. Um, anyways, uh, but you know we can we can we can get to that if you y'all wanna. Um, anyways, speaking of my granny, so there's a bunch of halflings running around, right? Yes, there are. The, so the northern side of the village tends to be mostly uh, made up of halflings. Cool. Um, wh- what? Uh, and everyone's just kind of staying to themselves. Nothing. 
yeah, I mean, they're friendly to each other. Obviously, neighbors are saying hello in the morning. Different groups of people are going off to tend to different farms. Uh, you see a couple of people heading over and uh, milking a few goats and things like that. It, it looks like it's just a fairly small little farming village. Yeah, uh, Jordy, does it look like, considering what time it is, are they having a second breakfast? <laughs> no, it is still too early for second breakfast. Um, oh, man. It's really hoping we can get in on one of those. Um, should can we start kind of sleuthing around up here? Yeah. All right. So you've got that one major uh, kind of road. You, you can tell it's probably some kind of like a um, a path for different animals and things lugging up uh, objects up the hill out of the farms. Um, so you're able to follow that down easily enough, passing by a couple of different donkeys that are pulling carts and things like that. And the halflings just kind of smile and nod at you. Uh, a couple of them give quizzical looks because you're not dressed with any regalia of the Lord's Alliance. But, you know, you're there. You're being friendly to people. Obviously, the Alliance troops aren't bothering you, so they see you kind of as just additional reinforcements. Nothing out of the ordinary. Any any halfling, I'll be like greeting, saying like good morning. But in halfling, trying to be very uh, jovial. And you get a couple of uh, people who just kind of stare at you and like in complete surprise. And then eventually their manners come to them yeah. and they wish you good morning back. Um, there is one specific one, kind of an older guy who's just pulling a, a donkey and kind of like forcing it to come up the hill. And you kind of say it to the back of his head, and he just kind of gruffly over his shoulder, just good morning. And then turns around and looks at you and oh. Uh, like as if he was expecting a halfling of some kind, and all of a sudden there's this would, massive uh, furbolg in front of him. Hey. I would start help helping him push the cart up. The push hill. the donkey. Yeah, can I push it like one-handed? He just kind of like starts doing that, but the donkey is very old, so you kind of like start to help a little bit, and so the donkey like starts to get its legs under it, um, and then I'll just get uh, hope. Just make an athletics check for me, really quick. Oh no! Oh God. <laughs> This is, gonna be the thing you push this is one of those things where you don't want it to be too high. Are we on the, t- like, is the donkey climbing to the top of the hill, and is there, like, an intense downhill after? Uh, no. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we weren't... Did you say athletics check, Jordy, yeah, or strength athletics. check? Athletics. Um, uh, an eight. Eight? Okay. It's it's enough to like start to get the donkey to move a little bit. Um, the cart is a little on the heavy side, so you kind of just only offering one hand probably helps. Um, two hands, you might have probably been a little bit too strong and like shoved the cart into the back of the donkey by accident. But just kind of leaning on it a little, it does eventually start to get its feet under it. Uh, and the man just kind of gruffly just gives you a nod and then turns on his way and starts just hulking the cart up the hill. Cool. All right. So these these uh, demon fellas were spotted from the northeast, right? Uh, yeah, like mostly north, just a little bit to the east, kind of just um, in a bit of a uh, a gap between where the halfling farms tend to be, um, and then kind of like a larger area that just isn't really cultivated in many ways. Um, it seems like most nice. of the damage was done there, and you still do see a couple of remnants of it. Um, you know, at this point, it was several weeks ago, so things have started mm-hmm. to grow over again. Grass is starting to grow, but you do notice that there are specifically a lot of bushes and shrubs that have been, like, cut in half. Part of them is missing, and new buds are starting to bloom on them. So finding the area of the fight is pretty easy. Um, it's more a matter of finding any evidence leading away from from the fight, that's where the difficulty is going to be. Mm. So, uh, shall we head to that uh, that fight place? Yeah, it seems uh, sort of continue on there. 
Okay. So yeah, make your way over easily enough. You're able to find that one. Um, even if you have to stop and ask a couple of people, just kind of point and you see them get like a little upset. You can definitely tell that there were some lives lost, uh, both on the villager side and on the Lord's Alliance side. Um, and so you eventually end up getting to this area. You find the remnants of the battle. And at this point, it's a matter of looking for tracks. Uh, so I need somebody to make a survival check for me. Me, I guess. Okay. Um, this Am is I something where if somebody wants to assist, they're able to do so. Yeah. Am yeah. I also able to cast guidance on this, or is this like a continued kind Elise, of No, this this is looking for a starting this? point. Cool. Elise, you're the best. You are you're a, a nature goddess. Believe <laughs> that you can find us and point us in the right direction and Allura's gonna like go. At least like it's kind of hard to tell because of her sort of like moby purple skin, but she kind of like you can see that she's like blushing just a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I uh, Allura inspires Elite. Sweet. Is that a D four? It's a D six, and you can use it. You don't have to use it right now. Oh, it love it. it. Yeah, you do so have you to. You get to roll first at advantage because Leaf is assisting with the D four for guidance, and then if you okay. don't like the result, you can add the D six if you want. Oh my god. Ooh. Skill checks are going to be fun for me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, well, welcome to a cleric bard party. Like, oh, you want to do something? Cool. Here, have 10 extra points in it. You're going to do it amazingly because we're just such a good support. Yeah. Like, Elise looks down at the ground and then does a backflip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that actually wasn't the greatest roll, but it's fine with all of the extra things that I have. Um, 21. 21. All right. Um, so you <laughs> look fine. around for the better part of 20 minutes, half an hour. You're desperately at this point trying to find some kind of note. Um, and the sunlight is not helping. Um, you're not rolling a disadvantage because it's specifically a survival check. Um, but yeah. you're actively looking for things and, and the sunlight is starting to get to you. And then Allura and Leaf just kind of tag team, find a way to block the sun in just the right place. Yep. <laughs> um, and you end up... Like, uh, <laughs> you end up finding um, the tracks are definitely older, but the trail can be picked up and followed. Um, the tracks are a mix of large humanoid footprints, some smaller, but mostly larger. Um, but some are much larger clawed tracks, as if they were made by nothing but the bones in the feet of a large animal. Interesting. Um, so from the description of the bone demon, like the ones that are just made from bones, like there was a few that were just like skeletal, and there was one that was chained. Does that look like what it could be to it me? It would make sense. So you, you see kind of three large claw imprints, um, and that specifically is what takes your attention because it looks as if somebody was trying to garden something at first glance, Ooh. but then kind of realizing that that's actually just the sharpened claw imprints that are pulling the earth up from underneath, like as if a three-pronged rake would pull, uh, pull the earth up. Okay. Hey, uh, do you, is it possible to do like a quick sketch of what the tracks look like, what sure. the prints look like? Yeah, totally doable. Um, just for you guys and everybody in the chat uh, that's listening to this, um, imagine, you know, the classic uh, Jurassic Park Tyrannosaurus Rex footprint. It's that, but it's all bone and very thin and kind of sharpened at the ends. I, I literally meant like for the doctor to take a sketch in his book for yeah. it. Yeah, you would be able to do that easily. Doctor, this is an incredible drawing. Uh, Less. Thank you. I, I studied at Juilliard. <laughs> I know Julie. He's a good person. 
Uh, <laughs> with the track, the the bone tracks coming on the ground, can I kind of look around and see like where like are the tracks just coming from like completely down the road? Did they come out of like the side of the bush? Like where exactly? So it's a fairly Maybe wide open about. plain. There's not exactly a ton of foliage. You know, there's some high grasses and things. It looks like the tracks are pretty back and forth, right? With this being a battle area, it would make sense for them to be back and forth across as different parties were engaging at different times. Um, but with Elise's assistance and kind of pointing out the origins of the tracks, it looks like everything is originating as walking in towards the city or running or whatever they do from the north, northeast kind of side. Okay. Can we, um, like, finding the tracks initially, can I kind of follow this set? You certainly can. Towards the northeast. And, sorry, it leads into some woods? Uh, no, it just leads. It's essentially, at this point, it's becoming more open grassland plains. Um, because the, the high forest is really where the greenery comes in. Uh, this is more the, you know, you're not close enough to any river to really get proper uh, irrigation of any soil. So it's starting to turn to dirt and a little bit of rock and things like that. Um, and so you're kind of start following that. And it's heading like north, northeast, like mostly north, just a little bit towards the east. Um, and yeah, you guys are able to start following it. And as you're following it, because you're getting further and further away from the water source, the tracks actually start to become a little bit easier to follow. It was more picking up that original trail that was on the difficult side just because of the amount of foot traffic and people coming in and starting to get the land back to what it was before. That was the really difficult part. DC was 20 on that, by the way. Ooh. I rolled a 21, so that was real close. Before. Whoa. Did the inspiration die too? No. Yeah. So uh, I the inspiration only lasts for 10 minutes though, right, Allura? <coughs> Uh, no, 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 I don't have my. D, I don't have my. Okay, I'll now. double check. I'm pretty sure it only lasts for ten minutes. Oh you can inspire yeah. others through stirring words or music. Do, 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 do. I think it's an hour. Bardic inspiration. Once within the next ten minutes. What? Yep. Damn it! Okay. Can you let me know when it's like. 955. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So we'll, we'll say Allura is a good enough teller of time to give you a yeah. general idea of when it's close. Um, you can make another survival check for me and go ahead and just add your uh, inspiration die. So same thing there. Is this an advantage too? Yep. Add advantage with the D4. Yeah. Whole nine yards. Oh yeah. We've got a conga line of support going. I just feel like I'm like this, but with dice. <laughs> Oh, not 20. Okay, so that's going to be... This is going to be like a 36. 37. Oh, close. All right. 37? 30. 37. So... lost their shit. With the tracks becoming easier to find, you're looking like 200 feet ahead. You can just see them in the distance, just continuing on and on. Um, The sunlight at this point isn't even bugging you. Yeah, you're just able to straight up see everything in ahead of you. Um, I can see everything. uh, Everything! As a result, you do also notice that the tracks continue for a long ways. Um, Mm -hmm. You guys have been traveling now 10 minutes. You kind of look off into the distance. 10 more minutes. 20 more. By this point, you've been traveling for over an hour outside of Secomber. 
and the tracks are still there. They're still following, and they're essentially in an organized line. There is no breaks in the tracks. There are no dissension, no creatures that are taking a different route. They are definitively on a purpose mission. Less. Uh, can I kind of, as, as, as we see the tracks getting longer and longer, and we know this is probably going to take some time, but it's like, look over to, uh, to Leifi and be like, Hi, Bob! You, uh, you live around, you've lived around these parts, right? I mean, yeah, kind of back there, a, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Do you know where this is heading? Like, are you um, familiar with this area as well? Or are we just going into the complete... We don't know where we're going. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I... Is it the farthest away from home you ever been? Uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh... It's definitely not where, uh... This whole area is pretty confusing, even for someone that's lived here for a while, so... I won't act like I know this area. Um, I mean, I got lost a lot as a kid, even, like, in my backyard, so... It, uh, definitely, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say, keep, you know, let's let's keep our wits about us. Uh, but no, I have absolutely no idea where we're going. And as, hey, uh, we're looking kind of, sorry, just as, as we're looking sort of further on, is it, is the trail kind of just keeps on going into, like, plains, like, roaming hills? Is, does, can it, is it looks like it's eventually going to, like, a forested area? Or is it just, like, open plains for as long as we can see, like, in Alberta? No, it's open plain. The only major... Um, landmarks are in the direction that the tracks are going is eventually uh, you know several days away is the high forest um, on your left so you guys looking back west um, you would see a fairly large set of mountains and these are the ones that you kind of traversed beside where you saw the orc uh, footprints but again several days away on that side um, the only other real highlight is that the path that you're following right now probably maybe a couple of hours away if that um, there is a splintered um, part of a river and you saw that as you were coming out of the, the village that the Delambir River uh, would, that normally heads east and kind of just a little bit to the north there was a split in the river at one point uh, and this you would imagine is probably where the glacial runoff from the Unicorn Run comes down and eventually meets up with the Delambir River Laura legit wants to run with unicorns yeah. Hey, uh, Jordy. Yes, sir. Knowing what the path looks like, can I have Rick fly up and just see if he can get a bead on how far it goes? Sure. Oh. Um, go make a perception check for Rick. All right. Is this going to be one of those things where like Rick flies up oh, and like boy. while we're walking, we don't see any pattern, but he flies up and there's like a big thing that says like ligma or something? <laughs> I mean, he rolled a 19. STP. So 19. Um, make a survival check for Rick as well. Because he's got to go high yeah. enough to still be able to see it, but he also has to recognize what are tracks and what are not. Yeah. I'm picturing Rick being like a drone right now, just like moving like a drone does. I mean, he kind of is. That's what that's kind of uh, So, Jordy, that was a nap 20. Okay. Um, so, what's the total Rick's for that? Okay for Sorry? So, what's the total for the nat 20? It's a 20. Oh, it's just 20. Okay. Um, yeah, so he, he gets pretty high up, high enough to start seeing the distance, uh, start seeing where the tracks are going. Um, even for him, they probably continue for about another hour. 
Um, like he, he's wow. not entirely sure where they're going, but you guys have traveled mm -hmm. at this point for almost an hour. He would estimate you've probably got at least that amount of time to go again. And at that point, even he's mm -hmm. not able to see where uh, further they're going to go. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going let, to let's, let's huddle up with the group for a sec. Um, this feels like it might be a longer than a day encounter. Yeah, this might, uh, we might be doing some camping, or we're, we're prepped for that, right? I brought my rucksack with me, I kind of take it everywhere, so I was planning Well, I just on... mean that we might be wise to have brought the wagon. Um, I mean... The, I, I will no. say, just, um, the wagon, there's a potential that the wagon may help, obviously, if it is a multi-day travel, um... But, they're real, but because of the nature of what's here and the rockiness of it, it might also just impede you guys. Very good. The terrain can be real unpredictable when you're tracking. Um, it might actually make it... Ha we might mm, take a slower yeah. pace if we have the wagon and we have to free it or anything like that. So, I think I mean, it's more beneficial if we're going on like, like tr travel routes. Yeah. Shit, did we renew our parking at that place we were at? <laughs> We'll say so, uh, we, got <laughs> we can take watches to make sure we're safe um, since we're not sleeping inside. Sure. Mm. We've just uh, we've got a ways to travel if, if uh, Rick's got anything to say about it. Alright. So Rick well, ends up coming back. Hmm? I personally like getting out of the city, but you know, if you if anybody didn't bring enough food, I can probably hunt for us, bring down some game. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. And I mean, this is the only lead we've had regarding the situation, so we might as well follow it. Actually, yeah. one thing I do want to check, is Hope riding Cinnamon right now? I don't know. Is Hope riding Cinnamon? Uh, Pog me wants to be like, I don't know. Am I riding Cinnamon? Uh, I would say, <laughs> I don't know, given the nature of this, probably it? not. Okay. Yeah, it would, it would have made sense. Like, you all are setting out on foot it wouldn't make sense for you to just be the one individual who is riding. Although you can, of course, because you've got fine steed. If you wanted to, you could simply summon cinnamon. That would be pretty cool. Right. So there, yeah. there are ways right. of doing that as well. If you wanted to. Yeah. Um, hanging out with the other, uh, the other horses. You could mm -hmm. scout ahead. Yeah. It'll take me, um, a little bit of time, but I can get cinnamon here and, um, I, I don't know if that would perhaps help make everything more comfortable or just to have, if that would help doctor, if you wanted cinnamon to carry your bag, for instance. Um, oh no, I'm fine. I just think it's a ways. We can, uh, well, you know, maybe let's reassess, see where we are in, in you know, an hour and a bit and go from there. How about, uh, yeah. Jordan? Yes, sir. Given uh, given my background and the fact that I've traveled these lands a fair bit, mm -hmm. would I have any idea of any settlements or any uh, anything in the direction we're going in? Only major things are the expeditions that are usually launched from Sycomber, um and heading up yep. into the southern part of the High Forest. Settlements? I see. No. There aren't so really any nomadic tribes. There aren't really any tradespeople of any kind. Whatever is up here and whatever this is leading to there isn't any indication that it's an actual settlement of any kind. Cool. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's keep going, guys. Let's keep moving. All right. Let's keep so rolling following, down the river. Uh, following Elite's uh, 
path that she is leading everybody on with Rick overhead, verifying that everything in the direction that you guys are moving is correct. Um, you end up traveling for a better part of another 45 minutes or so. Um, and then you kind of crest over the top of a very, very low, kind of brown, grassy hill. Um, and you do eventually see something that breaks the horizon. Um, and you see that there is a very small wooded grove. Um, it's fairly near to uh, where the river is, give or take another 15, 20 minutes, almost due east from where you are, kind of cutting off to the side. It had just been cut off by all of the hills that were up ahead of you. Um, and the tracks that you're following do start to lead you towards that wooded grove. By this point, you're probably mm. about 10 minutes outside of it. Mm. Is that, are the tracks leading towards the grove? They do. They cut east towards the grove. Okay. The, I'm it's gonna the first be, um, real deviation that you're seeing where it's no longer kind of a straight or like arcing line. It is a definitive cut, hard yeah. cut. Hmm. Okay. As we approach, I'm guessing we can't really get cover because we're kind of in a grassland and it's towards, so anyone who might be in there will see us coming, but I'll be as sort of careful and, and as observant as I can as we approach, like just sort of being like, let's, uh, Let's all keep an eye, a sharp eye out because it would be easy for someone to hide in there and watch us approach and get the jump on us. Um, can, uh, can Rick jut forward invisible-like and see if there's anyone in the grove? Sure. Um, so the grove is fairly large. Um, you're looking at, you know, probably close to 300 feet, give or take. It's okay. fairly circular. Um, it kind of like opens up a little bit and then kind of cut, closes off again. Um, you'd imagine that there's probably some kind of underwater drainage uh, that would come yeah. off of the... Um, Almost like an arena, you might say. It's possible, yeah. Uh, at least. Um, does there seem... Does it seem like, um, judging that this is sort of like all grassland and then there's this sort of like grove of trees, that there's anything unnatural or arcane about its presence? Or does it just... It's pretty natural from the outset. Like, it's not exactly uncommon for just groves of trees to occur. Usually when okay. there's kind of like a, 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 a dip in the land where some of the water that would run off of one of the glacial um, cuts would be able to eventually make its way and start growing different things. The grassland just seems to be a lack of any irrigation type, right? And with rolling hills, it kind of makes sense that the closer you get to water, the more that there tends to be this um, these sources of greenery. Okay. I'm just picturing Jordy studying grassland geology in preparation for this session, and I'm really yeah. yeah. Um, may I be uh, taking up the tail of the group and just kind of being like on guard, kind of like ready, um, like have my great sword out and kind of like almost like walking backwards just to defend us from the back just in case. Sure. I mean, the nice thing about this really is because although there are definitely the hills that kind of block line of sight in a few directions, there isn't really a way for anything to sneak up on you particularly. So oh, okay. it, you're in just like a really wide open area, low cut, kind of straw grassy hills. Mm. It's just very boring and plain the exception being these tracks that are leading now and this this is the thing that I, I do want to make obviously clear the tracks were leading towards Secomber the tracks that you're following none of them appear to be leading back towards this grove yeah you're, okay. you're tracing them to an origin point you're not following tracks that are going somewhere you're finding where they originated from yeah I'm just being super careful yeah sorry uh, on that note um, can I on my on my map, 
because I assume we've got like some paper maps of the region, yeah? Um, you've Maybe. got a rough idea of it, but there isn't really any maps of this area, um, particularly because it's essentially get to the high forest, which you can see. There isn't really anything. Yeah. Oh, oh, I just mean I wanted to uh, mark where this grove was on our map. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, you guys were given a, a small map um, from when you were in Waterdeep, so you would be able to mark yeah. off where that grove is on the map. Yeah, collecting evidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds good. Yeah. So yeah, so you, at, by this point, you're about five minutes or so outside of the grove. Uh, Elith, go ahead and make just a quick perception check for me, because you said you were looking for stuff. Yeah, I'm keeping a, keeping a close watch out. I wasn't sure if that was like a passive thing kicking in. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, two, so 11. 11, okay. Um, the grove is fairly large. There's quite a few trees. You would guess probably at least a few dozen, maybe closing in on 100. Um, a couple of shrubs, low brush pieces definitely getting a little bit more on the lush side the grass is starting to turn a little bit more green here um, and you are getting closer and closer to the river so it does make sense for all of that to be there can I make a, uh, a look for any type of um, bone shards on the ground or anything nearby sure make uh, an investigation check Fifty. 15. Looking on the ground, trying to find, or following the footprints that are there, that are pretty clear. Um, you don't find any bone imprints of any kind. You notice there are a couple of drag marks on the ground, like something was being dragged, but a very sharp item, maybe like a sword uh, or a scythe of some kind that was being pulled through the ground. Um, that's about it. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's go, guys. Let's see what's up. Alrighty. Doc, are you getting any um, sort of like sense of any magic around here at all? Um, Does it feel fuzzy, it? Jordy? To, to you, looking at this, not even remotely. Mm. So we'll just keep following the tracks and follow them into the into the grove, I guess. Okay. All right. Can I have Rick buzz into the grove first and just like set up perch on a tree? Sure. Easy enough to do. Um, he yeah. kind of goes in and goes inside for. Mm, let me just see here. About 60 feet, 70 feet into the grove. He figures he's probably at about a midpoint. There's a fairly tall tree there he's able to perch up on top of. Um, cool. And he reports back that the only thing that he notices that you guys can't see yet uh, is there's just a fairly large rock outcropping um, that's just inside the grove. You know, standing probably cool. maybe six, eight feet uh, out. Uh, sorry, out of the ground. Just like a, a couple of large stones uh, mm-hmm. or like a single piece of stone that just seems to be there. Guys, there's rocks. Um, oh. Doc, where the where Rick has gotten to, has are the, are the tracks still there? Are they still leading through? I make a perception check for Rick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a 14. 14. Tracks do appear to still be there. Mm. Like they're not stopping, they're still going past where he is. Yeah, so the tree that he's perched up on top of, he kind of followed the tracks into the ground and then eventually kind of realized he's in the middle point and perched up on top of one of the trees. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know that they weren't. Yeah. Hope. Um, doctor, does Rick think that the rock looks unnatural? Like, was it placed there? Or it, does it look like it could just be part of the natural landscape? You're asking, like, what if it wasn't a rock? Or just, like, a magic rock. Like a rock lobster? 
Oh my yes. god. <laughs> uh, I mean, we could ask Rick, but I imagine we could also look. <laughs> yeah, we probably. We're going to be in there pretty quickly. Rick's just, Rick's just, uh, Rick's, you know, he's, uh, he's good. He's recon. Like, you, yeah, you guys will recon. be able to push towards the middle of the grove. It'll probably take you about maybe ten minutes or so, if that. All right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you start Let's pushing in it. towards the middle of the grove. Um, uh, what I can get you to do at this point, because you're starting to notice that the tracks are starting to override each other a little bit here. Um, and obviously stepping around the bushes and everything like that, it makes sense for each of them to make their way separately. Um, you do eventually make your way towards the center of the grove. Uh, you do see the rock up ahead that Rick was talking about. And you push up towards the side of that. Um, and uh, Elith, with your survival check from earlier, and I'll say just with the general ability that you have at surviving or survival checks my natural or my terrain yeah um you <laughs> kind of, you click in there <laughs> yeah you kind of looking at the Never rock uh looking at the ground you noticing that the tracks first appear inside this grove oh there well, don't like appear that. to be any other tracks that you can see that are of that same type that appear yeah. anywhere else do they look like they're originating from the rock? Or if there's two between them or anything like that? Make a survival check. Mm-hmm. Hey, Leaf, um, what do you th- what do you think? Can you help? Yeah, help no, the, the, the more, the more than happy to, and I'll kind of scoot over and uh, cast Guidance. Okay. I'll rub my hands together and say, all right, let's do this. Okay. And you're assisting as well? Yes. Okay, so add advantage with the d4. Okay, so this is perception? Uh, survival. Survival, sorry. Yeah, okay, great. Um, 28. 28. The tracks don't appear to come from the rock. Um, but you do mm. notice that, looking at the ground, you had seen some of the humanoid footprints, a couple bigger, a couple smaller, um, and looking around a little and kind of making your way slowly around the rock, you notice that there is a second and third set of humanoid footprints that kind of come from around the other side of the rock and seem to continue through the grove heading east towards the river. Okay. And these ones don't actually match any of the tracks that you had been following up until this point. These are entirely new ones. So I'm just kind of picturing this. Um... Judging from the way that both these new tracks and the old tracks kind of appeared, would it make sense to me, looking at them, that they all kind of manifested at the same or from the same place and then just went in different directions? So, funnily enough, no. The tracks that are going around the rock and eventually leading towards the backside for you guys from where you entered, the far side of the grove. There are two sets of footprints that are walking in towards the rock and one set that is leaving. Um, does the does the rock have any, like, runes or anything etched into it? Make an investigation check. Mm-hmm. Um, with the check that Elise made, uh, do we see the footprints that came from the river, do they also return to the river? Mm-hmm. The two sets that came from the river, one set yep. appears to return to the river. The, the river is still another hey, uh, 10, 15 minutes away. Yep. Yep. Hey, Jordy, that's 24. 24? Okay. Um, yep. Looking around, trying to find any runes, the rock itself 
doesn't appear to have anything on it. Um, but you do notice that there is a little bit of burned foliage on the ground, uh, probably about five feet, six feet in front of the rock, um, as if there was just like a fire that was lit, but it only burned part of the ground and the foliage that was nearby, not in the way that a traditional fire would burn. Mm. Okay. Um, can I just, I want to make sure I understand the footprint thing. Sorry to be. Yep, all good. But um, so from what it looks like, two humanoid footprints come from the east towards this spot. Correct. One, like bone demon, whatever, the uh, trowel looking footprints goes back towards the town. And one of the same humanoid footprints returns towards the east. Okay, so two humanoid footprints come from the yeah. east. Mm-hmm. One humanoid footprint goes to the east. Yeah. In, um, near the rock, three sets of humanoid footprints and one bone uh, devil footprint imp- uh, imprints, those all head west, which is the trail that you followed to get here. And that matches okay. the number of creatures that you were told had attacked the village. Now, the two humanoid footprints and the one that returns yeah. from the east to the east, does the one returning look like it matches one of the ones who came? It does. Okay. Is there any discernible um, distinguishing characteristics of the humanoids' footprints that um, were coming from the east? Of the humanoids' footprints that were coming? Yeah, and come, well, and the one that's going back. Not really, as well. no. Okay. Yeah. Um, so sorry, so Doctor. We'll, we'll come back to you because that investigation check. Um, so the burned foliage that was on the ground, um, that's a clear indicator, and, and it's not fire foliage. Um, it looks as if almost like a a a fire, a ring of fire, had been turned vertically, and. Okay was burning kind of like the bottom part of that ring out of the ground. Oh, oh, okay. You also notice that there is a branch nearby to where that burned foliage is that's bur- that's broken off on the ground. Uh, and there is a small piece of black cloth that's snagged on that branch. Looks to be wool, potentially. Okay. Uh, hey, fellas, I think I found our portal. Ooh. Oh, you did. Let's so uh, you see, you see this uh, this little Bernie bits here. I'm gonna mm. point at the, the Bernie bits. Mm. Uh, Bernie bits. There you go. You see them? They're nice. Not really. Demons came out of there. Um, <laughs> it appears as though a uh, a grand circle of flame was here once. Oh. And. Uh, I want to pick up the stick with a little bit of black fl- black cloth on it mm-hmm. and present it to the group and say, uh, and whoever this belongs to has some explaining to do. Get <laughs> the can out from Rick. Um, also, there's a piece of cloth here. This is important. Oh, yeah. Probably take that with us. Yeah. What kind of what does the what is it made out of? Like what does it look like a piece of clothing or uh make an intelligence check. I should not have been the one to ask that question, but okay. Remember you can ask, you can ask for assistance. Um, okay. I mean I'm holding it, I'll take a look at yeah. it. Sure. Doc, so uh what do you think of this who could this be from? Uh let's find out, shall we? 
Uh, <laughs> hey, Jordy, while they're doing that, you said the river is close by like 10, 15 minutes away? Uh, yeah, about probably 10, 15 minutes from the other side of the grove. Could I start walking towards it? Oh, less. <laughs> oh, good. All right. So, yeah, you start Jordy, walking towards uh, it. Yeah, you too. Intelligence or investigation? Intelligence. Okay, 19. 19. Alif? Oh, I'm making one. Okay. I thought the doctor was doing it at advantage. No, you're each uh, rolling I can do one. That too. Okay. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Um, you look at it. It's wool. It's thick. It's probably comfy. Doctor looks, looks like at a it. <laughs> um, given that the doctor found it on and the branch was on the ground, and it looks like it had been a broken and dead branch for quite a while, your your beliefs would lead you to think that that was most likely torn from a piece of clothing that would reach the ground. Pretty good chance, given the material that it is, it's most likely a cloak of some kind. Like a robe or a cloak, yeah. A robe or a cloak, yeah. Share that observation with everybody. And it's black, yeah? Black, yes. Okay. Allura. Would I be able to look at it from a, like, um, like a fabric background knowledge and get any extra information about, like, the quality of the fabric. Sure. Um, I'll say make like, um, make an investigation check. Make okay. a fashion check. Yeah. We're figuring out whether or not it's ethically sourced. And, <laughs> and uh, while you're doing that, hope. Um. So because I was kind of keeping an eye out on like people sneaking up on us, <laughs> uh, would I have made? Would I have actually noticed Les kind of? starting to head in that direction. Actually, no, because you'd be looking in exactly the opposite direction. <laughs> You're looking for people following you. He's going ahead of you. If he's not sneaking. Uh, but he's not sneaking, so Elith and the doctor and Leaf would have heard him. Yeah. Allura, uh, what was your roll? Rolled a natural 20. <laughs> for a total of? And my investigation, because you said investigation, right? Yeah. My investigation is plus nine. So this is this dice has now chosen me, Kevin. I'm so sorry, but this is <laughs> familiar dices like on the logo. Dice. Boom. Uh, but yeah, it's got a it's got a, a familiar a, a cat a cat familiar that I just rolled. So, so you've identified total. you've identified <laughs> what uh, season it came from. This was the yeah. uh, 2018 yeah. fall That's, winter. <laughs> I know the name. Of the the Comber collection. That this came from, and I can tell you what year they were sheared. Uh, Dereleaked. Dereleaked. So, the wool is surprisingly fine quality. For something oh. to be found okay. snagged okay. and torn on a branch in a grove in the middle of nowhere, the binding on it, the coloring on it, Everything leads you to believe that this is a very nicely made cloak. Okay. So this is like merino wool. Um, I'll say with that as well, as you're looking at it, because that check was so ridiculously high, you're looking at the cloak and you're looking at the fabric and you're kind of turning it over in your hand and you just kind of like are thinking to yourself and you're looking at the ground and you kind of like focus your vision on something. And it, there's another black piece on the ground. And you kind of like look down at it and you and you really double take at it 
Um, you're looking at a charred, roughly two thirds of a finger. Oh. Okay. And it, it it's really buried amongst the foliage and the darkness from the trees and the shrubs and everything. You thought it was just a larger piece of the of the cloak, perhaps. It turns out it's about two thirds of a finger, charred black. So this um, might help. Which one? Finger. Uh, you don't know. Yep. And take a right. look at it. Does it look like what? So the finger what itself, kind of- the the tip of it, the fingernail, and past the first knuckle bone, are burned, red, blistered but not charred black. It's only as you get closer to where it would attach to the hand that the charring completely comes in. The bone on the inside, charred white black uh, cracks in it as well. It looks like it was burned from the base towards the tip and was potentially detached before being burned fully. Um, Alara, would you mind if I took a look at that? Yeah, and I'll pass it off to Leaf, knowing that uh, he will be able to do a better job with a sever finger. Okay, can I do a medicine check on this? And I want to... Can I assist? Yeah. So that's at advantage, or both of you roll. Up to you. Whatever you're feeling. Uh, Let me check my stats real quick. I'm a a plus... If I was to give a number to it, it would be a plus 10. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just... its You can advantage okay. it. Okay. Oh, and can I guide myself for this? Yeah, you certainly can. Cool. Sweet, so that is... That is 26. 26. Um, the finger, based on the size of it, it's mm-hmm. from a larger humanoid race. Okay. Difficult to tell exactly which just because of how little is left. You would guess, based on the size of the finger, not a gnome or a halfling. Okay. It's not the right skin color or skin type to match half-orc or drow. You kind of could narrow it down, potentially human, half-elf, dwarf, maybe a non-drow elven variant. But that's about all you can really pull from it. Um, can I look at the the nail? Sorry, the nail itself is within the... Like, it's still attached to the finger, right? Uh, no, the nail is missing. Okay, okay. CSI D&D. I was going to say, like, am I able to... <laughs> I don't know how much yes, I'm able to... Um, am I able to glean what uh, which finger it is? Is there a discolor... Oh, no, you said it's after the first knuckle. It's so after can... the first knuckle. It's really tough to tell because of the size of hands of different races... Um, it's more so just the coloring of it uh, okay. and the discoloration from the flame. You could narrow it down to most likely one of those races. I was just checking to see maybe there was a ring. Maybe, uh, no. you know. Wherever the ring would be would have been beyond where the finger was cut cool. off. Yeah, hope. Cool. Uh, I was just wanting to say I'm like curious to see what Les is up to during all of this. Has he managed to get to the river? Well, less, it's 10 to 15 minutes to be walking towards the river, so you'd still be walking. So what, what is it you're looking for? Because I saw you motioning as well. Looking for the water. Yeah, I was just wanting to make sure that on my way over to the river, I was just constantly like looking around me, making sure everything's cool as I walk in here. There no no beasts 
around are going to surprise me or anything. Just constantly keeping an eye out as I walk towards it. Okay, so you would be making... So so with you saying that you were going to do that, a couple of other people would have noticed you going because you weren't being stealthy or anything. Um, so you guys, uh, specifically I'll say Elith, because you weren't mm-hmm. really actively doing anything at this time, you would have noticed less going. So you could have tagged along if you wanted to, or you could have alerted other people while they were doing other things. Which, which direction? He's heading due east, following the okay. humanoid tracks towards the He's river. Following the tracks, I'll go with him. Okay. Um, but before I go, like I just did want to posit one thing to the group as I sort of like peek at that finger that they're looking at and be like, if it was burned from the hand soid in, is it possible that there was some kind of sacrifice to like a circle that something had to be burned in order to summon? Think, a... Give us a thought, and I'm gonna follow less. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that's possible. Could I do a check into the um, just checking in the kind of ground around the area where the circle was? Would there would there be any like dried blood or any sort of like viscera? Absolutely none. Perfect. Take the finger. We're getting deep into the CS. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lesson, Leith, you guys heading east outside of the grove. Um, yeah. You would be able to follow the trail pretty easily. Um, in comparison to the others, where they were kind of through dried, cracked earth, um, and the sheer weight of the creatures was probably what left the indentations for so long, these ones look a little more fresh. So, it looks like these are um, have happened since the attack. Most likely, yeah. Okay. It would take you about 10 to 15 minutes to get towards the river. Um, and as you're kind of cresting over a small hill, you really get a full view of the river. Um, you notice that there is a large grooved depression in the sand at the edge of the river. Like from the prow of a boat when it is pushed into? Make an intelligence check for me. Okay. Less you can make one as well. Hmm. Okay. 11. 11? I got a intelligence uh, 16. 16. Um, Elith, boat? Probably. Less small boat, more likely. Given your amount of time that you would have spent on board the White Satin, uh, seeing all the different types of ships and how they dock... You would imagine that the size of this groove and the size of the boat was probably a ship that was big enough to have maybe three to five people crewing it, but not so big as to need an entire crew. I'm going to relay that information to Elise as well. Be like, Are we talking, talking like a canoe or like a small sailboat? You'd be looking at probably a 20 foot, 20, okay. 24, 25 foot sailboat um unless you kind of look yeah unless you looking at the tracks and how deep the groove is this close to the water the groove was probably made within the last day it's pretty fresh small boat i think it came off here within the last day decent soys like that's actually that takes planning that's just not people getting off of a dinghy how big is this river sorry how big is this river the river is fairly wide. It's probably a good 70, 80, if not 100 feet across. Have we seen a lot of boats using this river as transport coming and going? The northern part of this river, you haven't seen any. 
Okay. Well, but you've seen a lot of boats going me, east and west past Sacomber. Yeah. Let me ask some friends of mine really quick if maybe they would know. And I start to walk into the river okay. and dunk my head in. And as I dunk my head in, I want to verbally announce to any watery beast, any fish, any amphibian life forms that may be residing in this river, just saying, uh, yeah, excuse me, excuse me, ladies, gents, fishes of all kind, uh, I'd like to ask your attention for a quick moment, if you could please come to the front of the classroom here. Uh, just want to see you all for a minute. And I'm just going to send that signal out into the river. Do you and hope. fish? I have a, <laughs> a, a Triton trait. Yeah. Uh, oh, that I do have. Is, um, it is, hold on, bring it up. It's Emissary of the Sea. You can communicate simple ideas with beasts that can breathe water. You can communicate simple ideas to them. Uh, they can understand the meaning of your words, though you, you have no special ability to understand them in return. But I can communicate simple ideas. They can understand me. Okay. Putting it out there. Simple enough that they can run sure. this bit. Make a persuasion check. Hmm. <laughs> Better get a fish kiss. The plus four. So 13? 13. You get a couple of small steelhead trout slowly swimming up towards you and just kind of like blinking and hello friends I won't take up much of your time this will be very very brief um I would like for you all to do me one, a couple simple things and they just you, start to swim uh, away simple ideas not words <laughs> like, right no come back come back here and they just kind of fish here come here start swimming Good. back towards you a little me Les Paul me Triton. Me um, try to find out about boat. Boat. Me want to know if many boats have come through river. Swim in circle if many boats have come to river. And they're just like swimming in place basically. And then they all just like start to turn and leave. And I put my head back up out of the river. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't know very much, fortunately. Looks like it was refreshing, at least. Fish exactly oh, don't God, have yeah. memories either, so. Do fish have concepts of what a boat is? <laughs> nope. Yeah, finding, don't touch the butt. It's a butt, thank you. Yeah. Hey, there are some watery beasts that are very intelligent and know a lot of things. I was just shooting my shot. Well, I've yet to find one, but <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a Have dunk you met for an everyone. Before? They smart as <laughs> shit. Yeah. All right. Can... So you know there's a boat print here. We know there are footprints coming here, but we don't see any other boats around. Can I, I take a general just? Can Since I take a general look around from the shore to just see if there's any other, there may be any mm -hmm. other boat prints around or any other, um, any, not tracks, but any, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Clues? Any recent movement or history of other boats coming in and out of this river. Okay. Than the one that I'm looking at. 
Uh, make a perception check. I'd also like to search the perimeter for... Natural 20! Okay, so what's the total on that? 25 altogether. 25, and then Alith, you've got yours as well. Uh, Sorry, Uh, 24. 28. 28, okay. Um, So the two of you making your way down, less you kind of heading upriver a little bit, following the source. Alith, you kind of cutting down, trying to get as much uh, distance between you, and then checking to see. You don't see anything. You see... The two sets of footprints coming from where the groove landed, one set of footprints going back to it, and then the large single groove, and that's about it. Okay. Nothing on my side. All right. Uh, I just take a second down by the water and sort of like put my finger and gauge the current. Uh, does it seem likely to me, um, gauging how swift the current is, that the boat would only be able to go in one direction and that would be downstream? Or would they be able to sail back upstream? Uh, the current is not so swift that they wouldn't be able to sail against it. They would just have to have a way to do that. Whether that it's it's by oar power, by pole power, there would have to be some way to get the boat heading north. Okay. They could have come gone in either direction. We don't really know which way they went. Yeah. You don't know which way they came from or which way they went. Mm-hmm. Um. Should we head back to the others? I guess so. Uh, All right. They found a finger, by the way, so... So? A finger? (laughs) A finger. A burned finger. Did anyone pull it? (laughs) Mm. Maybe that's how the ritual works. I've heard. Snap the finger in half. Um, So you two kind of making your way back up towards the grove um, for 10 minutes or so. You start to get your way back within, like, the first uh, couple of trees just on the other side. Um... I need the Doctor, Allura, Leaf, and Hope to all make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, is anyone within five feet of me? Is it within five feet or ten? I think it's within ten feet. <clears throat> okay, ten feet of me. Um, I would say, given the size of the wood, no. Because you would all be looking at different things. You would have been there for long enough that you're not huddled together, per se. Oh, I could have used that. (laughs) All right. So. Checks for all of you. Uh, Allura. 18. 18, okay. Uh, Leaf. 17. 17. Hope. 16. And Doctor? Uh, 17 plus 4, so 20. 21. 21. One of those numbers. Okay. Um, so given how close you are, but how far apart you are... Oh, boy. Allura, oh, no. you would see coming from the northern side of where you are right now, kind of everybody around the rock in different places you would see a crackling light just instantly streak towards you out of the trees where nothing exists. And you feel an instant shock in your body and your arms immediately just throw out to the sides. And out of your fingertips come a series of additional bolts that lance to each of your uh, other three allies that are there. Um, All of you, with exception of the doctor, takes half. Uh, and Allura, you take half as well because it is a dexterity saving throw. 
Oh my god. Uh, let me go ahead and just quickly roll this. I'm glad I went to the Rolling like the cover of a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of dice. Oh no! That's what I love to hear. Motherfucker. You take 47 points of lightning damage. Allura, you take half, so that's 23. And Doctor, you take half for succeeding, so that's 23. Um, but Leaf and Hope, you each take 47 points of lightning damage. <laughs> that's extremely not chill. Oh, oh no. Okay. Um, Fuck. Yeah. And Allura, you just kind of instinctively looking back to where you saw that point originate, you see nothing. And I'm I'm going to uh Sorry about that, you guys came from that direction and I'm going to point like directly where I see it. Okay. And uh I'm going to take a shot with my uh cross, my hand cross. Uh I'll show you guys exactly where and I'm gonna shoot it. Watch this though, because it's gonna disappear right away. Okay. Gordy, can I prepare the defend action right now? Sure. Okay. Uh, Jordy, I, there's... Or sorry, dodge, dodge. Dodge, sure. Two quick things I would love to do. Yep. Uh, number one, get that finger in the cloth, wrap it up in my little hanky and stuff it in my pocket. Okay, easy enough to do. I'll say that's your free action. Yeah, and uh, for my action, I want to tap my monocle for detect magic to see if I can see if someone's being invisible over there. Okay. Uh, let's see what the range on detect magic is. 30 feet, you do not see anything. Okay. But I've got it active for 10 minutes, right? Uh, 10 minutes, correct. Cool. All right. Hope, was there anything you wanted to do? I've already got my great storage ready because I've kind of been looking out. And so I'm like at like full attention. Yeah. So um, you're essentially just like, looking at Allura as she's saying, it's over there, points the hand cross, fires a bolt. Um, Allura, you thing, and the bolt just travels through the air and hits nothing. Would we have heard that crackling bolt go off? You would have heard a lightning thunderclap echo from the inside, probably about maybe 40 feet ahead of you, 50 feet ahead of you, and you would have seen blue lights just light up all the trees around where the rock was. Holy crap, it's going off! And they start yeah. running and towards. And you guys start running towards. Okay. Um, mm. I would also be watching, like, looking for my, our friends, but, like, scanning for threats. Okay. Um, so at this yeah, point, we're going to go ahead and uh, take our break. Uh, let everybody oh, refill oh. in the water. And when we come back, uh, we're going to dive into some combat. Because if we go into the combat here, it's going to take way too long. Uh, and we're not going to get a break. Yeah. So no, let's get prepared, mother. What, you're telling me this isn't going to be an easy one and we're done? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> So, uh, thank you everybody so much for watching up to this point. Uh, we appreciate you guys sticking with us so far. Uh, we are going to take our break. As promised at the start of the stream, we are going to be doing a giveaway. Got one of these awesome little 3D printed dice trays. Uh, you've got uh, slots for nine dice here. You've got your spell slot tracker, a little rolling area, and then a pen slot. Um, and in this case, uh, given the nature of this, uh, given how everybody has been following clues, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get the thing loaded up. And just give me a second while I do that to make sure that I have Nightbot active. Sorry. Where is it? There it is. Because I need to make sure Nightbot is active before I do anything here. It was talking earlier. 
Uh, yeah, it was talking earlier, but I have to actually have it loaded up on the website. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay, we're good. So uh, we're going to go ahead and run a keyword giveaway. Um, so most important thing here is that you do only get to say the uh, keyword one time. Make sure you don't type it more than once. Uh, if you do type it more than once, then you're disqualified from the giveaway. Uh, the keyword in this one is going to be tracking. Mm. You cannot win unless you, if you've won uh, in the last, what did we say, two months? Um, so you can't win if you've won within the last uh, 60 days. Um, and uh, you, unfortunately, we can only ship to Canada and to the U.S., um, excluding Quebec. So uh, anything overseas or anybody in Quebec, we apologize. We want to be able to send things to you, but unfortunately, we just either don't have the budget or legally can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, awesome. So we'll go ahead and uh, run the winner of that giveaway once we come back. Uh, that'll probably be in about 10 minutes or so, maybe 12 minutes. Give ourselves a chance to get some water, and we will see you guys back here soon. And we are back. Welcome back, everybody. We have our lovely Roll20 map in the middle here. But... Oh, shit. That's right. First things down. first. The winner of this lovely giveaway is going to be announced in the chat. And it will be announced by Nightbot right <laughs> now. Why are there no eligible <laughs> users, you stupid thing? Oh, no! That's Nightbot. Every week, every week, what's the real rest? There we go. Winchester 667. There we go. Oh, am I frozen? I think You're I'm frozen. frozen. Right. Oh, there we go. Back. There we go. Winchester 667. Congratulations. Thank you for uh, joining into the chat. Appreciate you entering. Glad you think it's so pretty. I did see that comment there that it is so pretty. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get your info after the stream. Uh, we'll send you a quick message, um, get your address, and then we'll be able to send that out to you. Uh, it usually takes a week to two weeks to arrive, depending on uh, shipping and everything. So, congratulations. Welcome to the stream. Hope you give us a follow and follow us up for other streams as a thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Hey, congrats. Yeah, congrats. All right. Uh, awesome. So we'll be doing another one of those when we come back next week. But in the meantime, we are diving straight into the fight. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get everybody, if you please, uh, to roll initiative for me. Because yes. we are about to get Hell right into this. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot I rolled. Never asked. Ugh. That was oh. naughty. One. This is the first time we're back and I can no longer roll initiative at advantage because of the bow of warning. Oh, yeah. The oh, bow is yeah. gone. <laughs> Oh, oh, how's, uh, how are you feeling? If you're gonna give it a numerical value. If I, how was I feeling about my initiative? Uh, how how was Hope feeling health wise? Um, Sorry. I'm feeling like kind of around fifty percent. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you were to put a number on it, like they're clearly like were like the shock hurt. But they're doing okay. That's good. Who all got hit? So Allura, uh, I did. Doctor Leaf and Hope. Yeah. Okay. We got a. Uh, we got Zap. For Zap. Yeah. For once, my curiosity was an advantage. Yeah, when he dipped off, I was like, I want to stay healthy. I'm gonna hang around here. You fool. <laughs> You absolute fool. Okay. So, I wanted to know what the fish had to say about it. Uh, initiatives, <laughs> 25 to 20. I rolled a nat 20, so 29. 29. Oh, geez. Don't need advantage. Uh, no advantage. Uh, initiatives, 20 to 15. 15. Uh, 16. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, 15 to 10. 13. Me too. 13. Oh my god. So oh, all, you're gonna all go three of you at 13? Can we do a high five? Oh, can we do a high, um. Uh, is that all three of you at 13? Yeah. So. Oh, wow, okay. Less. So it goes by dex. Yep. All right. Awesome. So starting combat off, top of the round, Alith, you saw a streak of blue, a crackling energy, uh, a scream of pain from all four of the people that you left in the forest, and then a sudden bang as a, a thundercrack exploded through the air. You are well outside of where you need to be to get back to them, so you and Les are running back, correct? Yeah. All right, so you've got Thank your you movements. What was that? Sorry? So uh, you got your movement, so you can run back. Okay. Um, where we are on the roll 20 map is accurate? Yes. Yikes. Okay. And um, I can't see anyone, any source of that lightning and thunder? No. Between the bushes and the trees, you just saw the light. You saw the light itself illuminate the trees, and then you heard the thunder crack, and that was it. Okay, in that case, I am going to quickly cast Zephyr Strike. Okay. Extra 30 feet of movement and start running towards the group. Um, and um, let's see. Sorry, I'm just calculating my... Okay, so I normally have 30 feet of movement. Um, so I can go 60 feet. Okay. Um, can you see where I ping here? Hang on. Uh, this, according to like the ruler, is sixty feet. Okay. So I'm gonna head to there. Um, oops. Not ping. Grab. How do I grab? You should be able to just click and move. Oh, I don't think we're able to select our. Oh, things on. are you guys not able to? Give me a sec. Yeah. Oh. We're back to rule twenty. Okay. Uh, now you're able to. Oh, last time wasn't the last. Oh no, you guys had that thing in the citadel. I forgot if the last time we used this was fighting Strahd. Uh, it was. It was. Yeah. But, so that's my sixty feet of movement. Um, can I see through the trees anything now that I'm a little bit closer? Uh, so uh, you. So sorry. What did Zephyr Strike do? It just increased your movement speed. Zephyr gives you um, advantage on our weapon attack as well as extra d8 damage if you take the attack on your on your um, turn um, but my walking speed increases by 30 feet until the end of this turn so and I just is it an feet. action or a bonus action to cast it's a bonus action okay so you could use your action to attempt a perception check if you'd like yes I will do that okay, go for it Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, looking around, trying to find anything in the tree line, you don't see anything. Okay. Mm. So that's your action, your bonus action, and your move. Uh, on from yeah. Elith, we come to Leaf. You're up next. Cool. Um, okay, so I want to cast, or I want to use Channel Divinity. Um, and pump 35 points of healing into myself. Okay. 
Um, yeah, just gotta, gotta make sure I don't go down here. Mm-hmm. Please don't go down. Yeah, that's my that's my action. Okay. Uh, and then for my bonus action, I want to cast uh, because I believe Channel Divinity doesn't count as a spell. It's Correct. like a it class not. feature. Cool. I want to cast at a second level healing word on hope. Okay. To uh, yeah, bring them up. So yeah, hold on. Let me roll. Cool. So that's uh, fourteen points of healing for hope. Okay. So, Thank you. Um, I hope you're uh, feeling feeling better. Hope I'm. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. All right. And uh, I believe that's my turn. Oh, and probably just gonna hold. Well. Yeah, I'll hold probably. Ground. Yeah, I'm gonna hold the ground. Okay, sounds good. After the leaf, we come to the doctor. So, doc, you got a relatively decent view of where you think that lightning bolt came from, um, and it came from Allura, as far as you saw. It came from Allura. Yep. But I also said it came from. Yeah, you pointed out the direction of where you think it came from. Yeah. Um. And so you turning there, you saw roughly where that bolt whist, uh, whistled by and didn't impact against anything. So that's where Allura said that it came from. Okay, and that's where that X is? Yeah. Okay. That's roughly uh, where she said it was and fired a bolt. Okay, I want to... I want to scoot up to here and... and uh, in that direction now, I, I would be within 30 feet yeah. for Detect Magic. Can I see anything? You currently can't see anything. Okay, still nothing, huh? Alright, um, I'm going to then duck back around here, behind this tree, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to prep uh, hmm. Give me a sec. I need to think for a sec. Been a hot minute since we uh. Been yeah. In a- yeah. Yeah. This is getting everybody yeah. back into it. Months. Boy. Rest coming off. I mean, uh, I'm speaking for myself here. I don't know how anyone. No, else you're does. absolutely right. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing half the time. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I'll just prep. Prep Eldritch Blasts to see, uh, in case I see like any attacks from. Any more attacks come from that direction. Okay, gotcha. You're looking in that direction, waiting for anything to come out, and then you'll be Eldritch Blasting where it is. Good to know. All right, that's going to be your turn. After you, we come to Less Hope and Allura. You all get to decide what order you move in. Oh, well, would it be from Dexterity members? Is that how you know? You as the party members get to decide the order that you act. Well, I know that Allura is faster than lightning itself sometimes so they would probably go first yeah I'm cool with that I'm cool with going and I'm coming from a far a farer distance so I believe that they would probably go before I would okay um alright Allura I'm going to I can see where I where I think the lightning came from mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to move in that direction okay. um, and then I'm going to use 
Uh, okay, what I'm gonna do, uh, Allura is going to use bonus action dash and move to here. Sorry, I lied. I'm gonna move to here. And then I'm going to use my action and hold. Uh, um, everything is, all of my stuff is C. Uh, um, I'm going to hold my action to shoot with my crossbow when a, when I, something appears. Okay. Good to know. All right, so your action's held on the lure side, so now it's Les and Hope. Who's going next? Oh. Yeah, um, kind of seeing kind of roughly where Allura had shot that arrow, um, I want to, um, I'm going to move slightly, um, to um, I'm going to move to here and um, for my main action, I want to kind of cast, I want to cast Firebolt at that direction. Okay. So you cast, so so I, you conjure the Firebolt as your action, um, see roughly where Allura's bolt went, you saw roughly where she indicated it was, and you release the Firebolt and it just whistles through the air, impacting nothing. Okay. Um... As a bonus action, can I prepare a brand, Branding Smite? Uh, you can cast Branding Smite. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you cast Branding Smite for your next attack. Yeah, and I moved uh, 10 feet, and I'm going to move closer, having seen that the Firebolt did nothing. Sure. Um, so I'm going to move to here. Okay, move into there. Good to know. All right, now it's Les's turn. Jordy, can I, oh, can I ask a question real, real quick? Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Kev. Um, would Rick have seen anything? No, Rick saw nothing. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay, uh, Les, trying to keep up with everybody, is going to move 30 feet, 25 feet actually, out of 30, behind this tree, okay. uh, and take a bit of a quarter cover behind it just trying to, seeing that there was a blast there, not knowing where the person was, just wants to take quarter cover behind it in case any projectiles comes his way. He's got some good defense. Okay. Um, so that's your movement. You've got your action and your bonus action. Um, okay. I wasn't sure if it was an action to do quarter cover. Um, well, the, the tree, so the action would be to take the dodge action, which gives attacks against you uh, disadvantage. Um, the tree will just naturally give you half cover. Okay. Uh, I will take the dodge action then. Okay. All right, so you'll take the dodge action. Of course, they want to be able to prepare for it. Gotcha. All right, so taking the dodge action, hiking or uh, blocking yourself behind the tree, giving yourself a little bit of cover from anything that's coming directly at you. All right, good to know. All right, next turn in combat. Ooh. Where are you, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. I'm playing very, like, extremely highly intense music right now. That's just like. Yep. 
And now it's gone kind of horrific. It's like big violins going. Drod just pops out around the corner like, fuck! (laughs) I'm back! Oh. Oh, wait. What if it's what's his face? His lover. Jensen? Jensen! Start yelling at him. No, it's the daytime. Okay. All right. He found a way. Um. Doctor, you kind of looking around roughly at that area where that was, but kind of keeping your head on a swivel, waiting for something to ping. Um, I just want to see here. Where are you, Mr. Invisible Man? Okay, good to know. All right, um, so Doctor, you kind of having your head on a swivel, looking for Detect Magic, trying to catch anything that you think might be hiding around, hovering around, you're not entirely sure. Um, Hope almost directly beside you. Um, You see a small moat of white and blue energy, and suddenly a blast in a massive cone impacts, and it's going to go... It's going to hit Hope, the Doctor, Elite, and the Leaf. I need all of you to please make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, would I have? Would I have caught what that was? Uh, you would not. Okay. Uh, that range. Sixty-foot cone. I know. I was gonna say, like, fuck. I could come from anywhere in that. Mm-hmm. On you said. Sorry. On, you said? Yeah, constitution saving throw. Okay, cool. It's exact type. That's so funny. Oh, yo, hold on. This is a spell, right? Uh, it is a spell, correct. Oh, of course it is. How silly of me. Um, uh, I have the mantle of spell resistance, so I get advantage. Nelly. Saving throw. Yes? Oh, uh, let me double check. I'm pretty sure it gives you that, yeah. Saving throws against spells while you wear this cloak. Yep. Woohoo! Uh, okay. Um, That's a little better. Six. Okay. Alright, uh, so we'll start with Hope. What was your roll? An unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, okay. Uh, Doctor? 19. 19. Leaf? Also unnatural 20. And Leaf? A 19. Wow, we uh, double Wow, up. you guys did really well. Um, well, here's a, a telling indicator. Um, the Doctor and Leaf fail. Elith and Hope succeed. <laughs> so, doc- I was so proud of that roll. So, Doctor and Leaf, you both take 36 points of cold damage. Oh, no! And uh, Hope and Elith, you guys take 18 because it is halved. Okay. How much? 30, also, 36. 36. I also have to do a concentration check to see if I can retain Zephyr Strike because Correct. it lasts for a minute and then I can oh, still move crap. it. Yeah, so it's a con I'm gonna save. I'm going to have to do the same. For, um, yeah, so uh, your con save, Elith, is a, ten, a DC of 10. Okay. Is that with a, it's a D20, right? Yeah, D20, okay. you just make a constitution saving throw and you're looking for a 10 or higher. No. Even with your um, constitution saving throw bonus? Oh. Uh, yeah, no, it was a one. Oh, okay, so. yeah, no, so unfortunately <laughs> oh, Zephyr no. Strike does drop. 
Um, At least it's only a first level spell. And then Hope, you took uh, 18 as well? Uh, So I had rolled a 20, an unnatural 20, and then I need to roll for um, my concentration. Okay, so your concentration is a a constitution saving throw. So just roll a d20 and add your con mod. Uh, Will I also add my saving throw because of being me, Uh, being a pal? Do you get it for yourself? Yeah. Okay, uh, then yeah. Sweet. 15. Uh, 15 is a success, so you do manage to uh, maintain that. Yeah, because you, your bonus isn't even... Yeah. So yeah, so you're good. So you do manage to maintain uh, your branding spine. Thank so you. what did we get? Was it... A, what did we get hit with? You got hit with a cone of cold. Cone of cold, okay, yeah. Yep. So the first one was chain lightning, second one is cone oh, of cold. Um, hope Man. you do notice... Uh, because you were holding, or because uh, you didn't have, an, sorry, you didn't have an action, but you did notice that the origin point of this was almost directly beside you. It seemed to come from right just on the other side of this tree. Oh, shit! Wait, um, where? Say that again. There's a. I marked the map. Oh, sorry, didn't I did not mark the map? Give me one sec. Jordy, sorry, I should have taken half damage there. I've, with my boots of the Winterlands, I have resistance to cold damage. All right, so you take 18 Man. instead of 36. That saves my oh, boy. booty. So you would have noticed Got that it. it seemed to come from basically right here. Fuck. Yeah. It was almost directly beside you. Okay. Um, I wouldn't have picked that at all, huh, Jordy? Even with my detect magic eye? I specifically looked, and no, the detect magic does oh, no. not trigger oh, with invisibility. Yeah. Jordy. Yeah. Jordy. But, Clap if you believe in Jordy. <laughs> Did you detect magic on Jordy? Oh. <laughs> and I'm back. Hey, he's back. There we go. Hi, right. Jordy. Um, yeah, no, the detect magic does not trigger on this. I specifically checked to make sure. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Damn it. Um, I'm kind of closer to you. I didn't see anything from where that lightning came from. No, you wouldn't have. Um, Hope, what is your passive perception? I believe it's 13. Okay, fair enough. Um, Yep, no, you wouldn't have heard or noticed anything. So you would have seen that cone of cold originate pretty much right there. Um, I'll say, Doctor, with that, that kind of counts like a creature uh, coming into existence. So you could release your Elder's Blast if you so choose. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, go ahead and make uh, two attack rolls at disadvantage. Busted. I'm okay with that. Pew, 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 Jordy, just for visualization, how tall is the grass we're in? The grass <laughs> that you're in? Um, yep. It's just up past your ankles. Okay, so oh. I guess what I'm wondering is, like, would we see if something was, like, depressing the grass and, like, running around? Um, you would if you were close enough. Okay, cool. Yeah, just something checking. being 10 feet away, not yeah. easy to tell. Cool. So, Jordy, my first one, uh, I rolled two 15s, and I have a plus 10 to spell, so 25. Okay, uh, 25. Hang on. Yeah. Um, 25 hits. Sick. Good. Finally. I had to think about that one. That's okay. Uh, do you want me to roll dams, or should I roll the other uh, You can roll the other one. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Still good. Uh, that is a 26. 26? 26 also 16. hits. <laughs> Good. Wait, 16 at disadvantage? Huh? Because you're, you're rolling these attacks no, at rolled, disadvantage. I rolled a 16 and a 19. Okay, yep. So yeah, they both hit then. Yep. All right. 
Alright, so yeah, go and roll damage on those. Alright, first one is a 11. 11, okay. Second is a 6. That's something. Okay, good to know. Um, so you see roughly where you think the the origination point of that is, um, and you fire your two shots, kind of hoping for the best, um, and you see that nothing impacts on that specific point, but something does impact just beyond, kind of just in between these two. Oops, uh, and of course I did the wrong fucking thing again. You kind of see it impact basically right here. Oh, there we go. Sick. Okay. Uh, hang on. Yeah. So pretty much one impact right here, and then a second impact right here, um, as if oh. the creature was starting to move. Whatever it is that you impacted was moving a little bit. Kill the predator. Kill. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. And that's about it. That's all you get. That's hey, okay. That's enough. All right. Hey, doctor. Yeah. We could kill it. It's true. Well, we hit it, so it's got to do something. <laughs> Um, you would hope here, you would actually hear at those impacts a little bit of a sound kind of about 10 feet away from you. All right, top of the round, we come back to a leaf. Okay. Okay. Um, so seeing the doctor actually impact, was I able to kind of like take note of where he successfully did some damage? You would have seen roughly where the impacts were, but you're not entirely sure what would happen after that. Okay. You well, can fire again I'm if you choose. Hmm? You could fire if you wanted to. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna move up to like this side of the tree and I'm gonna sort of, huh, sort of like go with my back to the tree and then flip around and then make my shots and then kind of like come back to try and get cover behind the tree after okay. shooting. Uh, so you uh, pull back the string, fire your first shot, roughly where the impacts were from the doctor. Um, yes, but you know what? Sorry. I'm just going to check a spell wording. Yep. I want to do something, but I don't want to hurt Hope, so I won't if it will hit them. Um. Okay. Actually, um, so where I think the doctor made that hit and just beyond it okay. in a 20 foot radius that ends before hope i'm gonna cast spike growth okay uh can you mark off where you want that to be on the map yeah um so 20 foot radius so you're looking at an eight by eight square yeah um you should be able to just draw a box yeah, I think I can just draw a circle. Oops. It's getting it eight by eight is going to be difficult. Hang on just a second. Uh, it's not a... Is it a circle? I thought it was a, a square. Uh, the ground in a 20-foot radius centered on a point within range. Okay, yeah, so it, it would be a, a circle then. Okay, so if you mark the uh, the place, oh. I can draw the circle. Okay, I, I can do it with, like, there's, like, an ellipses thing. I just want to... It's just hard to get... It, I'm making a bunch of little dots. Like... Kind of like here-ish, but correct. <laughs> okay, I got, I got that. All right, so let's. Ha! I can see that. Uh, yeah. Can you clear that off? You should uh, be able to just hit Control Z, and I should get rid of it. Sure. 
No. No? <laughs> Manzy? It's Max. Why is there no... Yeah. I wish that there was just a single erase tool. Yeah. Mm. Usually you can just click on it and you'll highlight it and delete it. Oh, hold on. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Got it. Okay. All right, so we'll say 20 foot radius. Okay, so we'll say that it's roughly about like this. It's kind of messed up, but that's about right. Actually, no, it's not. I don't see it, whatever you drew. Oh, you don't see what I drew? I think it nope. takes a bit to hang on. No, I haven't. I can't see it either. There you go. Oh, now I can. There you go. So yeah, so that's that's your... Is that 20 by 20? No, it's 25. Hang on. Um, and after, just as I cast the spell and kind of flip back behind the tree, I touch my bow and kind of look at all of the people around in turn and just say... Um, Careful of getting too careful of getting too close to where it is. Um, I've done something rather nasty to the ground. <laughs> Not like that, though. <laughs> um, I peed no, all over the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So that's roughly where you've got it there. Okay. Good to know. All right. So that's yeah. the spike growth. That's there. No. Silently in your heads, you hear that. There you go. So you've so, got that red spike growth that's uh, in that area. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. All right. So that one has been put into place. Uh, okay. So that's your action to do that, right? Yeah. And then I'm just kind of moving. Um, sorry. I'm just moving back behind the tree, sort of, so that I'm. Oh. Come on. Um, so that I've got cover from this thing ish. Okay. No. Alrighty. Uh, so that's going to be your turn. Next up after you, we come to Leaf. Cool. Okay. I'm going to um seeing the I want to cast yeah yeah, I want to cast Bless on the first level on a Leaf Actually, I can really cast it on three people. Hope, uh, the doctor, and a leaf. Okay. Is it thirty foot? Uh, if it's actually, if it's not, I do want to scoot up over. Just kind of. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You'll be able to do that. And actually, I want to pull. It. I want to pull right next. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I want right to pull there, to right behind the tree next to Hope. Okay. Uh, and then cast. Uh, yeah, bless them three. Those three. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll go ahead and mark you guys as blessed. Do. You guys have a little bless symbol beside you. Right. Thank you. Okay, awesome. Alright, so you three are all blessed. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, so that's your action. Anything is your bonus yeah, or any more moving? Um, yeah, no, I think that's it for me. That's it? Alright. After you, we come to the doctor. Cool. Uh, not feeling hot, but I am going to um can I? Hmm. Okay. Jordy, rules question. Yep. Um, if I were to, say, cast a spell that was, you know, like this big dark ball thing, let's say. Yep. Um, could I center it where Elith had centered the uh, thorn growth? Um, Hope would be caught in it, I think. No, it's the same radius. It's the 20 same feet. radius? 
Um, I'd yeah. say because oh. she's right beside you and could warn you of it, I'd say sure. You, you'd be able to okay. do that. So I'm just going to make sure that I'm not lying about that. I think I'm not. Yep. Always wise. Yeah, 20 foot radius. 20 foot radius, yeah. So yeah, that's fine. So cool. you uh, cover the area in inky darkness. That's Woo! right. Hunger for Dar, baby. All right. Yeah. So what happens with Hunger for Dar again? Uh, okay, so <clears throat> the void creates a uh, warp in the fabric of space, okay. and the area is difficult terrain. Uh, any creature that starts its turn in the area takes 2d6 cold. Any creature that ends its turn in the area must succeed on a dex throw or take 2d6 uh, acid. And uh, no light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area, and creatures within the area are blinded. Okay, good to know. They're also, they're also going to be taking the 2d4 thorn or piercing damage for every five feet. So yep. I know out here is going to get fucked up. Sounds good. All right, so you've got both them. Hunger of Hadar and Spike Growth active. Good to know. All right, so that's your action. Uh, you've got your movement oh, and a bonus. That's not me. Uh, I'm going to hop up. Uh, what do I got? I'm going to hop back here and hide in that tree. All right, hiding behind the tree. Good to know. All right, that'll take Help. up the doctor's turn. Next up, we come to Less Hope and Allura. Who's going first? I'd say just say mortar. Well, you guys get to decide on a turn-by-turn basis, so if you want to change it up, you can. Up to you. I got, like, nothing, you guys. I really can't do anything. Um, yeah, I'll let you guys go first. I, like, I can't really do anything right now, so... Okay, I'll go then. I know what I'm going to do. Open some action. Um, Sorry? What? I said maybe something you will do will open up actions for me. Gotcha. Uh, All right, I'm going to go because I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to use 25 feet. Boom, go here. Um, And I'm going to try something, and I know it's probably not going to work, but why not? Let's go nuts. That's Uh, less. I want to try to use my mage hand. Okay. My little claw mage hand. Are there any sticks around or anything? Yeah, the the floor is covered in them. Okay. I'm going to have the mage hand pick up a stick and just in one direction make it go forward 30 feet and hope that it'll just like poke a solid body. That's If a body was invisible, would it just like like the, the stick would fall down because it hit a solid body. Theoretically, yeah. I long shot of ever hitting the dude if he's in the line of sight that I think. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? If I have, sure. If I have a mage have the stick and it goes like, and it hits something solid, it'll stop midair and I'd be like, "He's there." Okay. We don't know their gender. So the range We're is thirty right. feet. Hand vanishes if, if it is ever more than thirty away for, feet away from you, or if you cast the spell again. <laughs> so you summon the hand basically right beside yourself, right? Yeah. Okay. And then you can move it thirty up to thirty feet away from you, in one direction. We'll say. Right. So draw it on the map. Draw your little hand. Your it's claw. It's gonna hit open eye. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to move it thirty <laughs> feet in a single direction. No, uh, I. Don't. You, could, you should just give me a little hand icon for the tokens thing, and then I can just follow it along. Uh, you know what? Sure. Here, I've got a... I think I've got a crawling claw still, don't I? Yeah. Have a crawling claw uh, here somewhere? Leaf and Hope are, like, bleeding out. We see this hand fly by. It's like, oh, great. Oh, dude, I am at, like... I am at, like, 
a fifth of my hit points right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I have a crawling claw uh, thing. I'll, um, I'll fix that uh, next roll. Just give me Thanks, a sec. Bro. I'll, uh, I think I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to. <laughs> you could just go into like into tokens and roll 20, and there's like the little free tokens. Just write like claw or hand. No, I've, I've, I've got one. I'm just going to just grab it really quick. Uh, roll 20. Enemies. I mean, 30, 30 feet is it's not... There. It's yeah. It's not even. It's just where Aleth is. Yeah. So. It's not even into the darkness. So let's just resize this thing. I don't have many options, so I'm layer, just going. For token it. layer. Have you already moved your maximum amount, Les? Yeah. Okay. All right, um, Les. Much. You can control this little hand. Okay. So from here to like thirty feet in this direction. So Fifteen, twenty. So now it's going up over the rocks. How tall are these rocks? Uh, they're like 10 feet off the ground. Okay. Um, yeah, it would it would impact the stick against the rock and drop the stick. Okay, let's say however long it could go here and then the remaining movement go along them. Okay, all right. So it's kind of prodding the rocks a little and then it'd be able to get like to... Like around the perimeter of right, the rock yeah. to see if there's anyone hitting 10, it or 15, hiding around 20, it. 25, yeah, 30. That's, that's the... That's as far as it can get away from you without vanishing. Yeah. All right, good to know. All right, so that's going to be your turn. Sure. All right, uh, we've got Hope and Allura. <laughs> Didn't hit anything, obviously. No. No. Um, I am quickly checking something right now online. Um... How do you uh, do so, that um, arrow? Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna turn to Leaf, and I'm like, "How are you? How are you doing? Are you like? Are um, you feeling? How are I'm, you feeling right now?" I'm fine, and I'm guessing I'd see the doctor feeling less or looking less fine than me. Um, take take care of him. I'll I'll be all right. Uh. I can't. I can't get close enough to the doctor to help. Oh, okay. Well, then. Um, I mean, anything. Anything will help. For for me, that is. Uh, Just make sure you're feeling good too. I don't want to. Uh, this might be a long one. I don't know what we're getting into. Okay. Uh, yeah. I suppose I'll help myself then, and I healing hands myself. Um and gain an additional uh, 30 hit points. Okay. All right, yeah. so you lay on hands yourself, restore 30 hit points to yourself. Nicely done. All right, and do you want to move anywhere? Or do you want to stay right on the edge of the darkness? The darkness. Um, <laughs> darkness. I want to stay on the edge of darkness um, outside of town, so I am going to move slightly. Hey, Jordy, how do you do the arrow coming out of your token for, like, the ruler thing? Uh, ask Jesse you, Shaw, I'm not sure. You click the ruler. Uh, yeah, there's a little ruler icon. You can use that. Oh, there you go. I got it. Yeah. There you go. There's a ruler icon Primaire, on the left. Ruler icon. It's not a ruler. It's, like, a little circle on the left. Circle with a ruler coming out of the center. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what It that looks is. like an upside-down cube. Yeah. Oh, that's when I, that when I click it, it makes my token go upside down. That's cool. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Not next to your character. 
on the left side where you've got like select and draw and everything, yeah. there's one that should have like a little circle with like a yeah. There you go. There you go. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Okay. Okay. There you go. All right. So that's where you move down to hope. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I've moved over this way because it. The where the attacks have roughly been going, it seems to be heading in this direction. So I want to be ready and considering I still have branding smite re- like ready. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Allura, you are the last one. What do you want to do? Um. Okay, I am going to. Uh, who of the group has like looks the most hurt? Uh, I would I, say the doctor looks the most hurt of all I believe. And I can Ugh. see the doctor. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, he's within 60 feet of me. Um, so I'm going to to cast Healing Word. So Allura pulls out her, uh, her rapier and does some kind of quick flourishes. Uh, uh, Carves the rune into the air. Big. Yep, um, and uh, send some healing to the doctor, so... Uh, Appreciated. So that'll be four points of healing. It's not much, but it That's is... That's a start. Then um, I am going to then... So that is a bonus action. I am then going to just see where I am on this map here. Um, did when um, when Hunger Padar and the uh, like the ground spiky epic nature spell? Yep. Um, did we hear anything? Any like? any sounds of a being being injured or hurt or um when the spike growth appeared no when hunger of hadar appeared you started to hear the the sucking tentacle slapping sounds um but you haven't heard any cries of pain or anything since okay yeah. so um what i'm gonna do allure is going to uh pop out from this tree and she's going to pop over beside this other tree yep. that's close enough to the the edge of the darkness and she's going to <sighs> okay um, I'm gonna steal an idea from our chat and uh, pick up kind of um, dirt or whatever I can see that's like a loose yeah. either like full there's, of seeds yeah there's or loose dirt, dirt and dirt. grass and stuff on the ground yeah uh, and throw it in the direction of uh, this kind of that area sure to see if I can see anything. Okay. Um, so you pick up a, a series of things, grab two handfuls of it as your action, and just spray through the air, and it just kind of falls, and then falls to the ground. Doesn't seem to impact against anything on its way down. Okay. 
If um, we're continuing that thought, just Kaylee, I don't know if you know this, but or, I mean, I'm assuming you do, drows have fairy fire. I remember in one of the books, I do uh, have fairy fire as a kid. uses fairy fire, so find an invisible foe. <laughs> so. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Um, yeah, that's basically all I have to do. Um... Yeah, I am going to... That's all I have. That's all I've got? That's all i got. Okay, all right. Because that was an action, I assume, to like... It would be an action, yeah. So you've got your bonus if you want to dodge or... No, I already used my bonus to heal the doctor. Oh, right, you did. Correct. Okay. All right, so after you, that comes us to the bottom of the round. Uh, Doctor, it's 2d6 cold damage? Uh, That is correct. Okay, go ahead and roll the damage on that. You got it. Uh, oh, sick. Uh, that's two fives. That's a ten, Jordy. Ten? All right. Okay, this is enough. And... Ooh, is that a failure? No, it's not. Okay. All right. Good to know. Um, so... Hope directly uh, where you are right now, and Leaf, you're nearby enough that you would hear the the slurping, sucking sounds, and then the tentacles uh, slapping from inside the oh. uh, the inky blackness. Um, but you would also just hear a kind of a low chuckle, just a <laughs> pathetic. Extremely rude of them. Yeah. Uh, Jordy, if I, I realize that you may have accidentally muttered this aloud, but you said movement. Um, doesn't that mean that they have to take the damage that a leaf's thing gave? See, yeah. you would be correct. And yet, no. If they were flying. walking, but they're, they're floating. Flying. Yep. Oh, we're fighting a flying. Uh. Man, flying invisible thing is just making a 10th level party seem so shit. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> <laughs> Kill the vampire lord, and we're just okay. bumming around with some trees. Um, I need... Hmm. Oh, fuck. Who do I want to impact with this? Magical darkness unaffected. Let's go with that. Uh, I need everyone except hope. To make a constitution saving throw. Oh, actually, you know what? No. No. I'm not going to do that. I forgot. We're going for the TPK yet? No. That would be going for the TPK, but that leaves no avenue of escape. In this case, actually, we've got a really nice straight line. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have Leaf, Elith, and the Doctor... I need all of you to please make, I believe it's a dexterity saving throw. Yes, dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, okay. Man, I am really looking forward to this new character. Yeah. Better, better be a fucking cleric. <laughs> Alright, so dexterity saving down. throw. Uh, we'll go closest to furthest away. Leaf. That's a six. Six? Okay. Uh, Elith? 19. 19. Throw some F's up and in Doctor. chat. 
Uh, nat 20 plus 323. Okay. Uh, Leaf and Aleth both fail. DC is 20. Uh, and the doctor does succeed. So, uh, Leaf and Aleth, you take 25 points of lightning damage. Doctor, you take 12. Oh, good. Um, and shit. with that leaf, you do hear wing beats directly beside you. Your passive perception is like 17 uh-huh. or something, right? I'm sorry? What's your passive perception? Uh, it's, it's like, oops, sorry, sorry. Um, damn you, uh, 16. Your passive is 16? Yes. Uh, okay. I also wouldn't hear anything because I'm down. Oh, you're unconscious? Oh, no! What? Okay. Ba, ba, ba. Good to know. Um, so, you, however, directly beside you, would hear that same, pathetic, and he calls you a disciple. And then... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, good to know. All right, uh, that's going to be the creature's turn as the bolt of lightning streaks out in a perfectly straight line, arcing uh, between the three allies, uh, all of them taking the damage with the doctor barely able to dodge out of the way. Leaf now unconscious on the ground. Blessant is dropped as a result. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, I forgot I was blessed. Oh, my God, we have oh. I didn't roll blessed for my saving throw. You didn't. All right, so you would actually have succeeded. 19. So you oh, would have taken... 20. So uh, add 13 hit points back. Okay, sweet. Um, Leaf, did you forget Urge. your bless? Huh? I didn't bless myself. Oh, yeah, you didn't bless yourself, right. And it would have been like a nine yeah, or something. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. So, but the rest of you are... Uh, have now lost your bless. As Leaf is oh, now no. unconscious on the ground. Uh, okay. So with that, we come to the top of the round. Leaf, you're back up. You see Leaf fall to the ground. You feel the blessing on your body fade. Um, seemingly, whatever uh, this creature is being unaffected by your spike growth, being unaffected by the doctor's uh, hunger of Hadar, being able to navigate its way directly out of it. Do shit, I guys. hear the wing beats? From your distance? No. Leaf would have heard them as he fell, but he's now unconscious, so he can't tell anyone. Okay. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say, is this my favorite enemy? No, I was not going to say that. <laughs> I, can't, I only say that when it has a chance to actually be. I haven't even seen what this person is. No, yeah, no, it's true. It's more so just, yeah, okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah I know. I just, I Listen, had a Laura Bailey moment ranger, there. You just squeeze every drop out of what you can of, like, shitty attributes. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Alright, so, what do you want to do? If I didn't know this thing was in the air, I'm gonna guess that like it would be too metagamey if I did. I will not cast fairy fire. Instead, I will run over to Leaf and pump Cure Wounds level two into him. Okay, so Leaf is conscious again, prone. Um, yeah, hang on, just so that's gonna be one d eight plus. <laughs> Back pain, there, Leaf. Feels weird to be on the other side of that stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what my skill casting modifier is. My wisdom bonus? Yep, it's your wisdom. Yep. Okay, yeah, great. So it's going to be 2d8 plus 4. Leaf, I'm coming to get your friend. You've saved me many a time. Aww. Uh, I rolled a 2 and a 1. Fuck. Hey, that's all I need. Hey, 7 points, yeah. that gets him up. 
Seven gets you up, man. That's that's what all I got. At least, like, I'm not really good at this whole bed <laughs> manner shit. So, hope you wake up because I'm gonna fill that thing full of arrows. All right, and then you did see that the origination point of that seemed to be coming from right there. Okay, and I dropped um, spike growth because it's concentration to heal leaf. Why? You can you can cast spells. You can still cast you're... spells. It's just you as can't as cast another, another concentration spell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cure wounds isn't concentration. Okay. Good to go. Yeah, so you can leave okay, it I did not. I'll leave it up. But okay, good to know. All right. Um, hey. hang on just a second. I didn't use that much uh, movement, did I? Uh, no, you only moved three squares. Okay. Um, I guess I can't grab Leaf and bring him with me. Uh, it's an action to grab him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna um, try to get some cover behind this tree as well. Okay. All right. So just on the edge of the darkness. Yeah, so I, I'm sort of staying with Leaf. I'm not totally abandoning him, but I am trying to like, like, come back. Yeah, give yourself at least a little bit of cover. I got gotcha. you. All right. Yeah. Awesome. All right, that's going to be your turn. After you, we come to Leaf, conscious now on the ground, having oh, heard those words uh, from the creature that you now know is floating, flying over you. You heard the wing beats. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know what? I'm going to go knowing that there's something right above me. So you went prone, so it's half your movement to stand. Uh, well, what if I don't stand? (laughs) Um, no. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm just taking a look at... I want to make sure I can ask this. Cool, so I'm going to cast a Spirit Guardians. Okay. So that, um... It's a self-cast. Uh, yeah. So it's 15 feet around you? Yeah, 15 feet around me. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I can designate whatever creatures to be unaffected by that. Yep, so you, I obviously do not affect the leaf with it. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you've got Spirit Guardians active. you got three squares of movement. Do you want to go anywhere? Cool. Um, I want to kind of pull... Oh, whoops. Probably just scooch over to a leaf. All right, just move a little over to a leaf. Yeah. But I know this thing's in the vicinity of me, so I want to keep that going. Okay. So Spirit Guardians is active on you. Uh, We'll go ahead and give you a little aura. 15 feet. Okay. Good to know. All right. That's your turn? Yeah. All right. On from you, we come to the doctor. Helpers. Oh, boy. Uh, I am feeling super rough, but uh <laughs> i still got two of those moldy old gingerbreads kicking around Dude, hey. it's the real MVP. magical things never go out of style fantastic i'm gonna scarf down one of those bad boys all right which is uh 1d8 plus four i've got written is that yep. right jordy that's correct okay cool uh <laughs> sick that is seven plus four so that's uh 11 yes uh yeah 11 sick Okay, that brings me up to reasonably, well, still not great, but it's something. Uh, and I am going to post up, I'm just going to move a little bit to, no, I'm going to stay where I am and just kind of peek my head around the corner to keep an eye for whatever this is. Okay. All right. Peeking your head around the corner. Good to know. Next up, we come to Less Hope and Allura. So you guys having seen the first initial shock of lightning, the second uh, cone of cold, and the third lightning bolt coming out, what is it you would like to do? Question. Answer. 
making a ra- making a ranged attack at something that is invisible. Yes. I believe I would shoot it at disadvantage. But if it hits, it hits them, or does it have to? So I, do I have to pick, you need like, to know. So you need to accurately know the square that they're in, and then you're attacking at disadvantage. Otherwise, it's just a straight miss. So right now, if I made a range attack, it would just be a straight miss because I don't know where they are. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you're shooting at the last known position. The creature could be anywhere. Yo, how's this hand doing? Um, May I... I have another question. Um, Yeah. With uh, Leaf's uh, spirit guardians, would it only be a Leaf who's unaffected in it? No, Um, uh, he gets to designate who is unaffected, and he gets to keep doing it. Yeah. Okay, because I I would have like I hope it's okay for my turns first because I would have run to Leaf's aid. Yeah, go as for well. it. Thank you. Go for it. Go for it. All right. So can you trace the path that you want to go? Yeah. Um, do you want me to move square by square? Yep, please. All right. Um, so I'd go. Ooh, one, two, three. Okay. So, as you made that movement, oh, what's uh, you're gonna hear a swishing sound coming down through the air. Opportunity of attack. Ooh, that might actually be high enough. Ooh. Uh, twenty-four to hit. Yeah, it hits. Okay. Um, so you hear a swishing sound, and you instinctively duck. And as you do, you just feel a pair of teeth sinks into your neck. You take... Mm. Oh, it's riding fucking thing, right. 15 plus... Oh, no. Uh, 17 plus... 46, 17. So you take 17 points of piercing damage and then another 17 points of lightning damage. Okay, so 34 points in total? 34 in total, yes. Um, I'm just double-checking something, because um, I feel like... I I think it, I might be getting mixed up without having, like, my info sheet, but, like, I know there's something to do with paladins and attacks of opportunity, but is it me who has, like, advantage on those, or am I just completely... Uh, like, I don't know anything about that. Uh, let me double check here. Oh, well, this has been a <laughs> this has been a roller coaster. It's been a fun campaign, guys. Now it's all over. I think I think I'm just really confused, Jordy. Yeah, Sorry. There's there's nothing anything to do with uh, opportunity attacks. Cool. So yeah, I took uh, 34 points in total. Correct. 34 in total. As you move from that square to that square. Uh, so from that square to that square, um, so I... you, would, you would with that make just a quick perception check for me. This will just be passive. Okay. Uh, passive. Uh, no, it, it's just like it doesn't cost you anything. I mean, so make a perception check. Okay. Um, would I get my assumed perception bonus? Yeah. Like so the... it should be plus three, I think. Yeah, that's why I was thinking. Uh, 13. 13. Um, yeah, okay. You would be able to tell that the attack, the bite attack, came from right here. Oops. Uh, 
Oh, sorry, hang on. Oh, that hand might actually do something. What the heck? Yeah, there we go. Hand's about to cause a ruckus. There you go. <laughs> so the attack came from right there. Yeah. Um... So you've moved the three squares now, but you know that the whatever it was that attacked you is currently in that square. Okay, then... Um... I am going to yell out to Leaf, like, well, yell out to Leaf and kind of towards the party that I fucking know where it is and go towards it and swing with my great sword. Okay. Uh, so you move one square down again. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you go ahead and make your first attack at disadvantage. Ooh. Get it. Make it okay. bleed. I thought I turned off these noises, but I don't think I had, so I'm sorry in advance. Um, Okay, so I have to do this twice, I think. Because I'm doing it on roll 20. I see you. What's all your pluses, though? Oh, yeah, I have a 16. 16 total? Yeah. Yep, 16 misses. So the first one swings through the air, and you just hear the blade just whiffing through as you hear a little of wing beats beside you. Second attack. Can I attack again? Yep. Yeah, second attack. Nick? Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> I shouldn't be commenting. I'm, oh, there we go. Fuck yeah. Okay, second attack does hit. So you uh, swing through and you hear the wing beats and you instinctively rapid strike up from the ground trying to catch the bottom of its leg as it's moving. Um, so it does impact. You've got your branding smite already active. Do you want to do anything else? Um... Yes, yeah, I think I want to also pump it with um, a. Let me decide how high I want to do my smite. Height. <laughs> Elton John, this motherfucker. Hmm? Um. Yeah, I think I want to. Um, Fucking hell. Sorry. Oh, everyone jumped. Yeah, Is yeah, that I'm, just... I'm moving it. Sorry, I got low battery. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, God. I think safety. Safety. My shit. Putting in a little, uh, putting a little elbow grease into this swing. Oh, holy. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to do a uh, level three Divine Smite. Okay. Into yeah. Video. Um, I'm trying to find quickly online how many additional D8s that gives it's me. It's usually one I... per level. So I think it's... So... Uh, let me double, sec- double check. So Divine Smite... Do, 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 do. This? Uh, yeah, so I think it would be 4D8 and is the, do- is the target undead or a fiend? So 2D8 for first level, 1D8, so yeah, 4D8... Uh, increases by 1d8 if the target is undead or a fiend. The creature mm. is a fiend. 
So you do get the additional D8. So you're rolling 2D6 Let's for go. the weapon plus 5D8. Um, plus the 2D6 of Branding yeah. Smite. Correct. So 4D6 Holy plus 5D8. End this. <laughs> um, alright. Like, roll um, 4D6 plus <laughs> a 5D8. That's the hope we know. Oh. Uh, that's 40 hit points. 40? 40, 40 dummies. You also get your bonuses on top of that, which so your strength is plus four. So yeah. 44, and then the greatsword is plus two. So that's 46. Yeah, so 46. And as the branding smite impacts against the creature, it becomes visible. Yeah! Breaking finally. the invisibility. And the creature taking 46 uh, points of damage. You see a cleave going right up one of the legs as a creature that appears before you is unlike anything you have ever seen before. The creature appears to be vaguely draconic in nature. Elongated mouth, a long black and blue uh, tusk at the end of its snout, large gnashing teeth, and yet kind of long blue hair. A pair of scaled wings, scaled arms and legs, but kind of floating in midair. Humanoid with the wings <coughs> on its back, but with the face of a dragon. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just show you guys in the chat what this thing looks like. Uh, cool. Where's your chat are we talking, Jordy? Are we on Slack? Uh, yeah, I'll send it to you on Slack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the exciting thing with branding Smite is so, like, that is up to one minute, so, and it can't become invisible again whilst that spell is lasting. Correct. All right, just sent the image on Slack. And, uh, Jordy yes. and Emmer. Um, oh, nasty. Well, that's an ugly that someday. You were saying that it might be Hellish Rebuke uh, as a tiefling that you were thinking. Oh! Oh, um, Hellish yeah. Rebuke is a tiefling. Like the, yes. That is something. Oh, okay. Yeah. As the opportunity of attack question. Um, you've got Leaper182 who pointed that out. Um, who's been quite quick on the the like rules. We've been like, anytime we're asking questions, they're in the like, chat just uh, giving Thank us you. all of the answers quickly. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so uh, Hellish Rebuke, yeah. When you get hit by a melee attack, uh, or I think it's just even by an attack of some kind, um, you can use your reaction to cast that. Um, it, technically, it would have worked, but it was kind of on your turn, so it was a bit of a gray area. Um, so it's kind of up to you. If you wanted to use it, I would say that that would be fine. You would have been able to do so. Um, Sure. Let's... Do you want to do more damage to the monster? I want to yeah. do more damage. So Hellish Rebuke is a reaction... Oh, never mind. Reaction which you can take in response to being damaged by a creature, you can see. Oh, uh, no. You could not see the creature, so you could not cast Hellish Rebuke. So good try, Leaper. But unfortunately, no. Hellish Rebuke does not work because the creature is not. <laughs> and thank you so much for that addition. Like, I knew there was something about me being able to do something if I had, like, an attack of opportunity. I just couldn't remember quite what it was. All good. So, so now, with all these markers finally going, you get to see this creature for what it is. A blue-scaled entity, vaguely resembling a dragon, and yet very much 
more humanoid. Fl mm. Flying through the air, the wings are beating, um, and hope it is still your turn. You are still engaged with it. What would you like to do? Um, so you've got two squares of movements left, but you've used your uh, your action to attack already. So you've got your bonus action and two movement squares. Um, I think for bonus action, I'm going to uh, cast Hunter's Mark on it. Okay. Creature is marked. And I would probably get uh, allow the the creature would probably be allowed an attack of opportunity if I moved, so I, um, I'm gonna stay put. Alright, so you're staying put, staying engaged, greatsword drawn beside it, finally visible, as you're getting everybody's attention to finally look at the creature and see exactly yeah, what it is I'm you've like, been fighting. fucking found it, everyone! Look at it! Yeah! So, hope that's your turn. Uh, you acted first, so we've got Allura and... Oh no, Allura, sorry, you acted first. Didn't you move no, already? Allura didn't what? know. It was hope. Allura, Allura didn't know what to do. Yeah, I, yeah it was just me. I was like, I yeah. so, so, yeah, so Allura and Les, you now see... Well, Les, you don't see it yet. You heard it, because it's on the other side of the rock, so you can't see around them yet. Uh, but Allura... But if, if hope did shout, I have it... Yeah, that's why I said you heard it. Hope. You just haven't seen okay, it. So I can go in that general direction. Okay. All right, like so who's go going next? Do you want to go? I, I'll go. All right. Okay. Give it up. She's mad. She doesn't like not being able to see shit. Um, so I am going to, uh, going to bonus action dash. Okay, so I'm going to use, so 50. So this is 50 feet of movement. Okay, so you get right up on the creature. <laughs> Why not? Joy's regretting not doing that constitution saving through a move now, are ya? No. Hey, we're not out yeah. of it yet. Yeah, I don't know. This is still gonna... This... I'm poking um, the DM on this. <laughs> pulls out her... Uh, her... Um, rapier. Yep. And attacks the creature that she can see. Go ahead and make your attack. Okay. I also don't like it when Jordy goes, oh, I should have done that. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't, I should have done that. It was, oh, damn, hope hit. <laughs> yeah. I was really hoping, I was really hoping yeah. that that bite attack was enough to drop you. And then I wouldn't have been worried about attacks of opportunity. And then it would have, then shit would have gone bad. All right. So, Alora, what's your attack? Uh, 22. 22 does hit, and you do get sneak attack on this. Okay. Get it, get it, get it, Go. get it, get it. Okay, so that is going to be one, two, three, four, five, and a D8. Okay, that's not that good. That's, oh, that's super annoying when you roll a one on your D8. Twenty-two points of damage. Twenty-two, and that's with all your bonuses and everything. That's with my added bonuses. Okay, 
Alright, so with that attack, uh, you draw back the rapier and you finally have a target to attack. And you just strike dead center on the chest. And you see the blossom begin to form across the chest and then kind of just fade a little bit. It doesn't seem to have been quite as effective. It still did damage, but it seems like whatever this creature is, it is a little bit resistant to the cold damage. Blue dragonish. Blue, it's resistant um, to blue. Did you just see the rage, like, yeah, and then just get, like, pulled right back in? Yep. Uh, that's also what happened on Allura's face. <laughs> but you do uh, have your second attack. Oh, oh no, you don't. Sorry, because you used your no, bonus. I don't. Yeah. Um, so you've got ten feet of movement left. Okay, I am going to... With your free disengage. Back up. Back here. Up. Okay. Just sidestepping yeah. around the rocks. That's what I got. Alright, that's going to be your turn. Uh, next up, we come to Les. Okay, here we go. Now that I hear Hope on those other rocks, I've hit it! I'm going to run 30 feet onto these rocks. Okay, so you start climbing All up right. the rocks. Um, they're about 10 feet off the ground. Do. I'll say just make a quick athletics check for me just to uh, make sure you can scale them, okay? Uh, ooh, that's a little low. Athletics, say 17. <laughs> a little low. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I got a 9. Okay. All right, so that's 25 to there, so you got one more square of movement. Okay, now as I'm racing towards my friends, yeah. getting up these rocks, I'm able to see kind of what this thing is, what it's looking like. Yeah, I'd say with where you are right now, you're high enough that you can kind of peek over the top and you'd be able to see down to the other side. Is it riding on its winged steed? No, it is winged. It is winged and just kind of hovering in the air? Yeah, it's flapping its wings in the air, kind of holding itself aloft. How high up in the air is it? Uh, about five feet off the ground. Five feet? Okay. I am going to... as far as I can go. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to save that action surge for hits instead of movement. Uh, I'm going to use one of my spelly spells. Okay. Woo! And I am going to... It has, yeah, I'm going to use Chromatic Orb. Okay. And I'm going to choose Thunder Damage. Thunder Damage. 3d8 of Thunder Damage, if I hit it. Good to know. Let me double check. Okay. Oh, I rolled a 19. So that's 26 to hit. 26 does hit. And the creature does not have any resistances or immunities to thunder damage. So you do get full damage for that. Let's go! Fuck, I was really hoping you'd say lightning. (laughs) Oh, I I went back and forth. Because lightning is even... Let's let's put it this way. Lightning is worse than cold. Nice. Immune. Oh, okay. Oh, that tracks. The spirit inside of me whispers ever so slightly... All right, so go ahead and roll your damage. So 3d8. So I'm, I only have a d8 on me, so I got to do this one yep, at a three time. Times, yep. so, uh, it's a 3, it's a 5, and a 5. All right, 13 uh, points. Good I don't think I have any pluses 
to that. No, uh, those spells yeah. are just the straight damage. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you kind of create the orb in your hand, conjuring the thunder element from uh, the outside, and the crack of thunder uh, appears, and almost dealing like sound damage to the creature, just directed towards it, covers its ears, and you can see it instinctively getting cuts and this pounding uh, on its head as the damage does seem to impact it, and it turns to you and just holds out its hand, uh, ready to make an attack. And I want to in draconic say, "Hey, fugly!" Does it speak draconic? does i do no it does it speak draconic <laughs> oh well i see a dragon looking yeah but definitely not a dragon yeah so, uh okay. all right so that's going to be your turn uh next up we come to the creature so cool. with that it kind of looking around itself looking at the ground and looking at all of you kind of realizing things may have turned a little bit <laughs> I await his coming. You should as well. And it's going to go ahead and try and cast a spell. Um, I need to roll a d100. Oh, this will be a Oh, yeah. It's always bad news when someone's rolling a d100. Really bad news or really good news? Mm-hmm. on target. Okay. As you see the creature directly in front of you, Hope, um, begin to fade. You feel as though this is an invisibility spell of some kind, um, but it's not the creature's form becoming invisible. It's the form shifting into nothing entirely as a swirl of energy collapses onto it and it vanishes into nothing directly in front of you. Uh, but because I cast Hunter's Mark, does that do anything? Correct. You did cast Hunter's Mark. And Hunter's Mark... Until the spell ends, have advantage on that. On perception and survival checks, you make to find it. No. No. Because uh, the this, this spell doesn't just inherently tell you where the creature is. It just gives you advantage on perception and survival checks to find it. With this, whatever it did, it seemed to blink from existence entirely. Wow. Oh. Damn it. As it saw the tide turning, it got a chance to act. And having the discussion and having never seen this type of ability in this scale before, but hope you do recognize this type of ability as something that you have done before. Oh. When you've cast Misty Step. So it just Misty Stepped away? Or teleported. Misty Step is a small form of teleportation. This appeared to be the full-blown version of teleportation. Oh. Cast as an action, the creature teleported itself somewhere. <clears throat> Yo, frick this thing. That was annoying. <laughs> like, Allura's like sitting there like, that's blue balls. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, damn it. That wasn't even a fight. I had an inkling to throw my spear, like as projectile, and, and use trip attack to try to prone it and stick it to the ground so it couldn't go anywhere. 
Yeah. But you know, it could have just zapped it. It could have just. It totally probably could have just like anyway. teleported out. Yeah. Of the also, what, what was. Is your crab hand still active, Les? Still as well? Is it yeah. just <laughs> Les's crab <laughs> hand is just poking the, the side of the rock. There. Some say it's, it's still out there. It probably got the hell out of here. For the Twitch chat. But some inter- an interesting note of this, just for all of you having that had that encounter, this creature is nothing like what was described by anyone who was in the village. Yeah. The footprints don't match what you saw walking towards the village. They don't match what you saw walking away towards where the river is. Whatever this creature or entity was, you have no idea what it is. But it seems like maybe something of more intelligence than those types of devils summon them. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe he had to do with the summoning and the portal, or mm-hmm. are we? Sorry, are we are we wrapping right now, or do we want to? No, you guys have still right, got a so- little bit. Uh, are we out of combat? Yeah, you're out of combat. All right, is everyone okay? Let's uh, let's kind of. Holy, jeez. Yeah, um, Leaf Harrock. Okay, and I finally like run up to Leaf now that I have the opportunity, and just instantly use what remains of my healing hands. So, uh, Leaf gains twenty hit points. Oh, thank you, uh, Jordy. Yep. Did I get a chance to see what it looked like? Uh, from where you were, yeah. Oh, Um, actually, wait, what's your passive perception? uh, It is a, uh, fuck. uh, 19 or something? Yes, it's 19. 19? Hmm. It's close. I'm going to say you didn't, Rick did. Fantastic. Yeah, so I'll say Uh, you got a good enough description of it that you should be able to at least get some of the details. Cool. I want to do a drawing of it as best I can. Okay. All right. And you've got everybody around you as well to be able to correct any of the mistakes Mm, in the drawing. So I'd say that that's fine. You'd be able to do that with a reasonable level of accuracy. Cool. I really like how you went more just older. Thank you. After the body's kind of coming together and want to look at my hands that are all covered in like electrical energy and just like awe-inspired and really sense of pride it was the first time I ever cast that spell and hit something successfully with it hey, oh hey, yay hey Wes you think you can learn a healing spell or something I mean one look, step at a time here that was extremely difficult for me okay would Allura have seen Les's excitement and, and like pride you would have yeah he's up on top of the okay. rock and he would have jumped down and been visibly excited Les isn't one to hold emotion no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that was uh, that was pretty cool. That was insane! I can't believe it actually worked! I've tried to do that a million times and never ever been to that pool. Did you see the cool like one line I got to say beforehand too? Oh god, this is awesome. So I'm that like is, uh... limping over. Yeah, we're, we're just like, <laughs> this hey, uh... Yeah. Less the tank undamaged in the fight. Yeah, I'll cast uh, third level cure wounds on the doctor. Okay. Thank you. 
So that is, um, let me see. That's a uh, 23 points of healing. Oh, mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Cool. And that's my last third level spell slot. Or should we just take a short rest? I mean, we don't, I'm gonna, I'm What also, time? Sorry. Nope, <laughs> no, 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 go for it. What time is it? <laughs> What time of day? Should we try and take a long rest? Uh, for you guys, you've only been yeah. gone like from the day, village right? for the better part of three hours. So mm. it, it's it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. I think we should probably head back. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of information here. What did you guys see on we the coast? We don't have any information. We have a little bit of clues to, to follow up with with this fabric and the um, the finger, but I'm so, and we have a reliable finger. description of this dragon monster. That thing was an asshole. It kept making it fun doesn't... of me. What did it say to you, Leaf? Oh, it was laughing about me being a disciple or something. Once again, I, I keep being incorrectly identified as a disciple of something. Um, so, Leaf, really the exact words that he said to you were, uh, and he wants to make you his disciple. Pathetic. Oh, okay. So, that. Clearly there's some confusion here. Um, must have me confused with someone that looks similar to me. I know there must be a few of us rolling around, maybe. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, but he wants to make you his disciple. Well, something so maybe, does. Maybe somebody is seeking you leaf specifically out targeting you that's really uh really annoying i'll uh i'm not gonna mince words on that one it's a real pain in the ass leaf language i'm sorry it was, it was a tough day <laughs> <laughs> hey cap <laughs> um the creep les you're waiting yes could I please go to where the dragon man was and see if there were anything he might have dropped or any any clues or, or anything that may have been dropped from his person or remnants from being hit, just like looking for anything that may have been, that came off of him that could give us any clues. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. You can have one person assist you if you'd like. Yes. I'll, I'll assist. Okay, so you can both make in, uh, independent investigation checks. Nat 20! Woo! So plus your investigation. Um, uh, it's, it's zero. Okay, so 20? 24. Yeah, not 20. 24? Okay. Looking around at anything that may have fallen off the creature, um, going back, kind of tracing the path that it came down from, looking further in and around the grove... There doesn't appear to be anything. The only thing yeah. is that uh, that is impacting is the blood that came off of the creature when it was hit, uh, and the blood seemed to be burning through the foliage that's on the ground, as if the blood itself was burning to the touch, hot to the touch. Oh, like it's corrosive. Mm. Like alien out yeah. of alien. Not not corrosive, but hot like it's causing 
um, dry twigs to start to smoke. Okay. Um, Jody, uh, when we saw the creature, was the creature wearing any clothes, holding any armor, holding any weapons? It was holding any, a, like... a long wooden staff. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, nothing. Okay. And no, like, no, like, utility belt or pack or, like, Not items of any sort. Mm. Okay. Um... Damn, thanks, guys. Should uh, what did you guys see on the? Sorry about all that commotion. What did you guys see in the on the river? Um. Well, the foot the so. The footprints were more recent than the attack. There's clearly been some kind of activity here since that happened. Um. There is maybe the mark of a boat, and less talk to a fish. Uh, so. Excuse me, I talked to a couple fish. All right. He made friends with a school. <laughs> I'm trying to see if any of my guild friended beasts wanted. Maybe they're they your guild. Oh, Les, you and... got a guild friend. <laughs> oh, that took a second. <laughs> He's, I'll he's take there. that. I'll take that to the bank. I will. Oh my god. Um, so, but there was a small boat imprint in the shore. Could have been taking maybe a few human people. We're not really sure. We need to do a little, like, a little bit more to see. We don't know how heavily populated that river is when boats coming and going. Well, there was only Could one set of footsteps going back to the boat. Mm. Um, there were two going this way and one going back but um yeah from the direction of the um the current it could have gone either way upstream or downstream could be Um, transporting something but hard to tell uh doctor do we still have access to a boat uh you know i don't think we do no because you use the boat the one time yeah it's a one-time patch and it was used in the basement of the castle good idea though yeah that was handy uh how long would it take for les to uh carpentry skills carve a canoe to build you a a boat you'd be looking a couple of days guys there's a a while but i promise you it would be the best goddamn boat you ever rode in there's, there's still a town we came from that has a dock that we could just get a boat. Yeah, we could from. just. Yeah. I mean, you could do that too, I guess. I also think at this point we have, we've got a fair bit of information about what exactly is going on here, or at least we have more questions than answers, but we've got yeah. some answers. We have access to that have library as well back in Waterdeep. We, we do, and I think the doctor. I'm sorry. What? I almost said. <laughs> Instead of you're right, doctor, I almost said you're right, the doctor. Ah, well, the doctor. The doctor. The doctor. The doctor. doctor. Die. Yeah. So we're thinking of going. Actually, Jordy, would we know? Would the river? Would we know? Like geographically, does that river connect into Sacomber? Uh, yeah. So the, this river is oh, okay. the glacial river that comes down from Unicorn Run. It heads south and eventually connects up with the Delambier River. And then the Delambier River is what uh, eventually leads past Sacomber all the way through to um, uh, 
Daggerford. Remember Daggerford, and then eventually onto the Sea of Swords. Okay, so like if we go back to Sacomber, there's a like we'll say fifty percent chance that that boat's been going that way. I mean, uh, technically, yeah. te- right. technically, I could cast Wall of Water on the on the river. <laughs> I bet you could. Damage, if someone hits it with cold damage, it'll be this long ice bridge, and we could just take sticks and float it down like a standing canoe. I mean, I could also. Uh, we could go back to the village. Yeah, I mean, there's that too, but I'm just saying. Hmm. We could also like walk on water from leaf. <laughs> Use a spell for the sake of using a spell, <laughs> or we could just go back go to the whoever, whoever they were. Probably long gone. I mean, it was within the last day or so, but it wasn't within the last hour or two. Additionally, I don't mean to be an asshole about it, but that thing was real dangerous for all of us. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. I, you know, I thought after everything we might be able to handle that, but we might be in, you know, we might be out of our depth. Does, does anyone know other people we can be like calling on to help with this? You were the main people I thought of, but. I mean, what I think we should do with this is we've got the information. We can bring this back to Lady Larry of Lovettford or whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> And Silverhand, Lady Silverhand. That's the one, Lady Silverhand. Uh, We can start doing some research so we know what we're up against. Mm -hmm. So next time we deal with this guy or one of this guy's many, many friends, I assume we're better prepared to deal with him. Yeah, I think that's. I think uh, I I agree with the doctor. I agree as well. We're out of our depth here. There's a lot we don't know about this situation, and um, perhaps the finger. And the cloth, maybe somebody could tell us a little bit more about them or what they were used mm-hmm. for. That's true. Do we have any way of magically tracing oh. the person that belonged to? I mean, I can. Uh, oh no! But <laughs> speak with dead with the finger. I do, I do actually I... want to. <laughs> I've I've got uh, um, some some clothes being made as we speak. Uh, for me to pick up upon return, I can, during my pickup, I can ask the the tailors if they recognize the fabric and do a little bit of research um, subtly and discreetly. Uh, and then I think that we need to hit the library with, you know, with the doctor's drawing, I think that that's our, our next avenue. Has anyone looked at the rock to see if it was magical in any way as part of the ritual? Maybe take a Well, I could smell that it was cooking, and no. Mm, all right. Bunch of jabronis. Should have called it Dwayne instead. Should uh, we check back in with um, that wizard dude? Mr. Mage? Yeah, yeah you might know what these dragon fellers is. Um, say nice things about his cats, and maybe he knows about fingers and demons that look like dragons. Ameliar, Amanitas. That's there the guy. Um, mm. At least, you know, maybe he would know what kind of creature that thing that attacked us was. It looked like, I mean, um, sorry, out, out of character, do any of us know what Dragonborn looked like and did that look like a Dragonborn? I know what Dragonborn looked like. Oh yeah, you know what Dragonborn looked like. You know that that was not a Dragonborn. 
Yeah, okay. I mean, we, we just so, met a dragonborn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Of course. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just like, oh, it's boy, it's... No, no, I... Yeah, it's been, like, it's been two that, weeks sorry, since we I met this that. person yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Shazai okay. here. Yeah. So, um, the, uh, maybe we should ask I mean, the dragonborns dragonborn. about it. That's usually good work. Oh, that was like sorry. four people talking at once. Um, sorry. Just to continue what I was saying, maybe that, maybe the mage would have some kind of idea what the creature was, what kind of species it was, mm-hmm. or even know how it's connected to whatever kind of entity is trying to take leaf for its own. I mean, look, I'm not really used to being a hot commodity, so this is kind of an, this whole thing is wildly confusing to me. You're um, a I appreciate pack. that, Elif. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, in this case, I prefer to actually stay out of the limelight on this one. This really sucks. So, um, Leaf, do you like us to, when we're asking questions, do you want us to keep the fact that you've been directly targeted out of that com- conversation? We can keep that to ourselves if you'd rather. No, I'm, I mean, I think I'd say let's use our discretion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. uh, Jordy. Given that Rick is a little baby fiend boy, mm-hmm. um, and now we've got some more information about what this thing is that could be targeting Leaf, we know it's uh, it's uh, he and that it's a fiery sort of monster, because that was from his dream, and it employs measures of chains, and it appears quite powerful. Does that ping anything in Rick as to what we could be dealing with? Um... Given just how many things are so much more powerful than Rick, no. It could be any number of hundreds of things on any level of the Nine Hells. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, um, do you guys want to take a short rest in the village or in the grove here, regain some hit points, and then make the journey back? Or do you just want to head out? I think we should just head out. I'm I'm happy to head out. All right. So, starting to make your way back out of the uh, out of the grove. Yeah. Long journey, want- about two hours or so to get back. Uh, you said you want to cast a spell. Yeah, I do want to like have cast uh, cure wounds. We'll say at a fourth level okay. on myself. Sounds good. Fourth level cure wounds on yourself. Yeah, sweet. Alrighty. So with that, we'll pick up next week with you guys making the journey back. Heading from the Grove back to the city of Sacomber mm. uh, with some new information found, potentially, but a whole lot more questions to ask. <laughs> yeah. Got our booties whipped. It had been a while Our-CSI since you guys had, in- had an encounter that was that level oh. of irritating. Oof. So... I know it was not the payoff that all of you were looking for. Unfortunately, the creature becoming visible and then immediately getting a turn was not exactly what everybody was hoping for, but you did do a substantial amount of damage. Um, Hope did more than half the damage dealt to the creature in a single attack. So, nicely done there. Paladins. They hurt, man. 
All right. So thank you, everybody, in the chat so much for watching. We appreciate you guys sticking with us uh, tonight. A nice long stream to get us back into our nice little schedule. Can't wait to get back to this next week, see where you all decide to take this, what questions you decide mm -hmm. to ask, where you decide to go. Um, yeah, and uh, congratulations again to the winner of the dice tray. Uh, the winner of the dice tray was Winchester667. So we'll go ahead and get your information Ooh. after the stream, and then we'll get that shipped out to you probably by the end of the week. Um, so thanks again, everybody, for watching, and uh, we will see you here back next week, same time, same place. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.